The Joe Rogan Experience. Train by day, Joe Rogan Podcast by night, all day. And hello, Andrew. Hello, Joe. Welcome to Texas. Oh, thank you so much. It was good running into you last night. Oh, it was so funny. much fun. Last night was great. It was, right? I choked you out, dude. How about that spot? That Did, Golden Tiger spot? But can we talk about me choking you out? Can we talk about you my- tried a couple of times. It was interesting. Yeah. You got a hold of my neck. But did you think I had power? Do you think I had like real choke power? Uh, you could develop it. <laughs> I think you developed some oh, real I got choke a shot power. immediately, dude. We're 30 seconds <laughs> in. I just got trashed immediately. You got a good build for jujitsu. You're a tall guy. You got uh-huh. long limbs. Okay. That's really good for okay. jujitsu. If you nah. see like some of the greatest of all time, like Hodger Gracie, uh-huh. he's got these really long arms. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of guys okay. like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Probably it was fun. Estima, same build, hmm. long limbs. I'll be honest, I thought it would choke. be easier because I've never tried to choke somebody. Yeah. So then when you let me like do it, I'm like, all right, I got this easy. And then I was going to like take it easy on you. I wasn't, you know, going to really yeah. get you out of there. And um, I was shocked how I couldn't get under your chin. Yeah. 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 That shocked me. Why is that shocking? Well, I don't know. I figure your chin is here. I just get the arm under. And then once I'm under the chin, it's over. That's how it looks like in all the fights. You should try it to Gordon. <laughs> I would definitely take out Gordon. Gordon was there. Shout out to Gordon. Shout out to Gordon. And I was nice to him, but I was going to choke the shit out of him. I told him that. I did, did tell him you that. You told him today, too. I told him today, and I said, and I, I pulled him aside, and I was like, listen, I understand your girl's here, and out of respect for her, I'm not going to choke the shit out of you, but he was getting his blood test, and I almost choked the shit out of him. I told him. I did say it. Uh, I think if I sneak up on him, and I kind of just jump on him, then I think I might have a chance. You should try jujitsu. I think you would like it. Let's do it. I'm yeah. down, man. You, you'd enjoy it. I'm down, because I mean, everything else is falling apart. There's a lot of places apart. in New York City. Yeah, there's the the one yeah, that you guys up. were talking but about. that yeah. place, they get a lot of fucking staph infections there. I keep hearing about people catching staph. Because yeah. in the basement? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no sunlight? That. Yeah. You want a place to get some sunlight. So where should I go? Well, well it's a great place for training, though. Yeah. Like, as far as like learning, it's one of the best places ever. Yeah. Yeah, I'm down to try it. I keep talking to guys about it, and they say, like, uh, I think it was Ronnie Chang. <laughs> Said it, you know, Ryan Chan, comedian? <clears throat> yeah, he's hilarious. He's fucking brilliant. Love that dude. And uh, he's like, uh, it's cool because it's one of these things where, like, you can give maximum effort. Yes. You know, like, there's in, in boxing, you can't go 100%. You're going to hurt right. somebody or somebody's going to hurt you. Right. But, like, it gets to the point where you tap out and then you get yes. this great workout, but you're giving everything you got. You know what's good about that, too? If you're ever in a real altercation, you're used to people resisting 100%. Because, like, if you're, like, a karate guy and you're just, like, point-touching each other. Yeah. And did you see that karate I, could, I was about to bring Olympics? it up. It was unbelievable. The guy it was unbelievable. By not, he wins. How do you feel proud? He loses. He, how do you feel proud? You get knocked out yeah. in the gold medal matchup, and you win the gold, and the other guy's disqualified? He's disqualified for, for hitting, hitting you too, too hard. hard. <laughs> and, he, and here's the thing that was fucked up. It's, it's, like, it's not like he was standing there. He kind of leaned in to the kick. Yeah. Like, yeah. he bent over and the dude caught him, so it's kind of on you a little bit, too. Yeah. Let's watch it. Let's watch it, because it's so dumb. And uh, I didn't... A friend of mine sent that to me, and... Look at uh, this. <clears throat> here it is. Look at this. Look. He Leans he back. bends yep. over. Yeah. And to be honest, it's a counter. The guy throws a straight left. Uh-huh. He counters with the kick, catches him, Hit and him then perfect. he's just fake sleeping. Oh, he's Get sleeping, Get out of here, dude. He's sleeping. Oh, he thought he won, too. Poor yeah. guy. Well, he should have won in a real-world scenario and any other rational sport that's a combat sport, he won. That's the problem with, like, Olympic combat sports is they try to take the violence <laughs> out of it. But what doesn't make any sense is you could win by knockout in Taekwondo. 
Oh, I didn't know that. And it's in the same thing. Ah. It's in the Olympics, too. Like, why? Why, why do this have, specifically? Why? What is the difference? Why do you have karate and taekwondo? Yeah. Like, the only difference is you're you're allowed to punch in the face in this. And I, is it point karate? Yeah, is that what yeah, it is? I heard it was kumite. I don't know. I don't know, though. I, I, but, kumite is the Japanese word for sparring. Okay, so yeah, that doesn't make sense. I just heard someone saying it while I was watching. I think it. that's the word for sparring. I think that's what it means. I mean, they got all the different types of swimming, so I guess you're gonna have all the different types of martial arts. You know, you gotta do things to stack the medals, right? Like if you're good at some shit, like America, yeah. we're yeah, good yeah. at running, so we're just gonna okay, 400 kilogram kumite final. <clears throat> yeah, so dumb. Yeah, mm. ridiculous. Oh, they also oh, they have uh, individual demonstrations like kata. And then they have one-on-one oh, -on -one kumite. That's the most ridiculous one. And I'm the not trying Kata. to shit on this guy. He'd probably kick my ass. But the guy won a gold medal for yeah. dancing. Getting KO. Oh, yeah, for the kata. For the kata. Yeah. But it was just choreography. Well, you can win for gymnastics. Yeah, but gymnastics isn't a fight. Like, I, I see martial right. arts as you yeah. know, it's, it's fighting, right? right like, right, right. in order to be good at it, you have to be able to do that shit on someone. The, the kata thing is, like, you would have to learn those to get your belts. Like, you'd have a kata yeah. for one specific one that you had for blue belt, a specific one you had for green belt. And I remember when I did taekwondo as a kid, we had that. Yeah. You had yeah. to learn all that. Yeah, I hated those. What, the taekwondo? This stuff. Yeah. The, the forms. Pumsei. America won the gold. Does. Here it this guy is. won. He, won the, he won the first ever karate medal in men's kata. The first ever for America oh, or yeah. the first ever time they handed it out? Uh, America's oh my God, first this ever. is so ridiculous. Yeah, Look at his face. The intensity. He's so serious. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good the thing him, is, like, it's not a bad thing to practice movement. Mm. Like it's almost like kind of like a form of yoga in a way. Mm. Like you're practicing moving your body, and if you get really good at doing those katas, it'll probably enhance your ability to move, which will enhance your ability to spar. But you're not giving anybody uh, a medal for shadow boxing. Good fucking point. That'd be ridiculous. Good fucking. And point. imagine Could you were walking around. I'm a, a boxing gold, gold medal. medalist. A gold medal for <laughs> shadow boxing. Or hitting the cobra bag, you know? <laughs> That's a, a bag work gold medal. <laughs> the bag work gold medal would be better than this. Because we can at least this see something land. Air yeah. kicks. Yeah. Like, you know? Oh, like, this poor guy just got back to America with his gold medal. He, we're just trashing This is the him. guy who won. He was, they were going against each other, though. Oh, and this guy How won. How do you do oh, that? They, they judge it. They judge the, uh, the karate. Just come on, come on, come on. The, the, uh, the kata, rather. Yeah, we used to have those in tournaments. In taekwondo tournaments, they would have the the kata version or the i forget what they call it i think it's called pumse they call mm. it korean and then they would have the sparring part now you'd have to wait around while these dummies threw fucking air kicks air and kicks, shit yeah yeah it's taekwondo trash it's good to learn in in terms of kicking dynamics and movement and flexibility and leg dexterity you definitely can use some of the kicks in MMA if you know how to do the other things but why but is there no MMA like sport, Taekwondo dude there are <clears throat> there's a bunch um, there's a bunch that use those type of techniques but mm. they know how to do everything else mm. like karate the best representative of karate is Wonder Boy am I seeing Wonder shit Boy or did, or yeah, yeah there's a shooting star oh my god yeah. pretty dope right yeah it's good but I thought By I was way, how good shit. are these fucking coffee yeah drinks? these are good shout out to your man shout out to your man oh Black fuck uh, happy birthday Jamie reminded me it was Thank your birthday. You. Thank you very much. I have a, I have a present for you. Oh, do you really? Yeah, yeah. I was waiting until okay. we started to get oh. you. Okay. 
Here's my present for you. Ooh. This is Ooh. this is this is a gift. Is it your shirt? No, this is for you. <laughs> that is not mine at all. No, this I mean, is this is for you. You want it? Shouts to Pound for Pound Bahamian for making Grove. it. <laughs> Shouts for Pound for Pound for making it for us. It was a great year. It was a great year for the Grove, 1999. There we go. Pound for Pound is good stuff. But I figure you would like this. Happy birthday. That's good quality, man. Boy tears. Boy tears. They soak them in boy tears over at the Grove, and then they give them. <laughs> How old? 54. 54. How does it feel? Feel good. Yeah. Yeah. You're doing good. Pretty fucking good. You were fucking celebrating last night, bro. Yeah. Well, that's why I ate so much, too. Oh, my God. It's birthday, birthday food. Just an animal. Just an animal. That golden tiger. <clears throat> I got I to gotta tell you something, man. Okay. Uh, after this morning... I got I, I can't hear any more New York slander on the pod after what I saw this morning at our place. What'd you see? A fucking naked guy with a string thong broke into our complex where we're staying right here with a knife. Hmm. This morning. Well, that's called suicide by cop. He's trying to die. <laughs> Everybody has a gun here. I gotta show you. If this a guy video. Broke, broke in with, got, a, with got, a knife and wearing a, a thong. Bro, he, he stole a Maserati earlier. Really? Parked at our place. And then, look at this, and then just is trying to get in, butt-ass naked, shredded, by the way, in amazing shape. Really? Yeah. I like how you could see it from the pool. That's pretty dope. Yeah, yeah little things here. Nice but, I mean, place. is this an Austin thing here? Are we talking? Because I'm hearing be. a lot of New York slander about how dangerous New York is. This isn't dangerous. It's just fun. All right. Did anybody enough. get hurt? No. We call the authorities. shot left and right in New York. They're beating the fuck out of people. No. I watch videos. No. If you're Asian, you have problems. But yeah, that's right. right? Asians They're were going through Asian it. people for a little York. bit. Rick they Moranis were definitely going through weird? it. Weird. Yeah, they were going through it. Rick Moranis got cracked. He did. He had it coming though. Like that guy had it coming, bro. Shrinking them fucking kids and shit, dog. Yeah, that's not good. You can't be shrinking kids, Joe. Honey, I shrunk the kids. <laughs> what a fucking movie. Nah, but New York is fine, man. It's not fine. It's fine. It's I'm doomed. there. It's doomed. I'm f it's beautiful. Even the governor's sexually groping people. That's that's even Italian, your bro. You, that is being oh. Italian, Joe. You're disrespecting Isn't that Italian an amazing culture. Amazing excuse. Yeah, yeah, it's the greatest excuse ever. Amazing excuse. I'm not a pervert. I'm Italian. I'm Napolitan. <laughs> this is this is our culture, Joe. This our is culture our culture. Is did you see Kyle Dunnigan's take? No, on what did he do? Oh my God, Kyle Dunnigan. He's got great stuff. Shout out to Kyle, man. He's shout out to Kyle Dunnigan and, yeah, and uh, Kurt, Kurt too. Yeah, yeah. Kurt yeah. Yeah. I'm having them both come on together. Oh God bless. They, they have one of the best shows that's ever existed. Yeah. First of all, they're doing they do that Biden sitcom. Okay. Have you seen that? No, no, the Fresh Prez. No, no. Oh my God, it's fucking uh, amazing because it's all yeah. face swaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he's got Biden and the face swaps. Yeah. And now he's got oh, <laughs> his Biden with Ben Shapiro on his lap. Oh, Ben. He's got oh, look AOC. AOC. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. But yeah, it's the the new one that he did with Cuomo. What he me, do? Give me some volume. He's got this thing. It's the Andrew Cuomo rocket chart program. show. With mm -hmm. me. Like here. Andrew Cuomo. Oh, oh yeah. Work my way into your hearts with my personal stories and informative charts. Oh, I did see this. It's the Governor Andrew Cuomo rocket chart show. Quick story. When I was a boy, I would watch Howdy Doody. One day, I received Doody. a gift. It was a Howdy Doody doll. It was my favorite toy to play with. Until the day I found something more fun to play with. My penis. 
Sit back, relax, and take me in. I'll entertain and teach you. That's a real win-win. It's the Governor Andrew Cuomo Rocket Chop Show. Here's he talks about my show, Chops. That's great. Welcome to the show. We'll be getting to the controversy and my imminent arrest in a minute. For some housekeeping. I have decided to ditch Mitch and go with a young hip sidekick, the king of Staten Island, Pete Davidson. Pete, what's happening? Uh, nothing, I guess. Fascinating. <laughs> okay. I have been accused of touching women's privates. Not true. I'm Italian. We talk with our hands. And all that my hands were saying was, what time is it? <laughs> and sometimes, when you hear your family. <laughs> Make sense? When you hear your family. <laughs> I love it. Uh, you got to admit, that's an all-time excuse, though. It's a ridiculous it's thing just, to say. And the video that you that he put up, did you see the video where no, he's like, grab Oh, Cuomo, when he, I think it was like at the press conference, he put up this video of him like touching all the people. He goes, I've touched men. I've, and there's a picture of him no. kissing a guy. I've he touched women. I've touched powerful people. He's holding Bill Clinton's face as he's like kissing him on the cheek. And it was like a really, it was interesting defense because at, at the start, I'm like. Let me see that. Can I see the video? You know see, what I'm talking I about, Jamie? touch everyone. Cuomo shows gallery of him kissing men, women. Yeah. LGBTQ. What is he, this? He thing? was snitching on himself. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, he's like, you think I touch people? Of course I touch. And he just put all the different people that he's touched, but it looked kind of innocent. Look, right, let's see this. I want to, let me give me some volume. <clears throat> he's narrating. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, we got three seconds. Two, one, and here we go. Raised against me questions that have sought to unfairly characterize and weaponize everyday interactions that I've had with any number of New Yorkers. The New York Times published a front page picture of me touching a woman's face at a wedding and then kissing her on the cheek. That is not front page news. I've been making the same gesture in public all my life. I actually learned it from my mother. That's her fault. And from my <laughs> throw your I learned how to it be a pervert from my mom. It's a long line of perverts. Nothing more. Indeed, there are hundreds, if not thousands, of photos of me using the exact same gesture. I do it with everyone. Black and white, young and old, straight and LGBTQ. Powerful people. Look at this. Look at this. Clinton went nose to nose. Just Eskimo kissing. People who I meet on the street. After the event, the woman told the press that she took offense at the gesture. And for that, I apologize. Another woman stated that I kissed her on the forehead yeah, at our Christmas. Let me hear that part. Christmas party. And that I said, ciao, Bella. Now, I don't remember doing it, but I'm sure that I did. I do kiss people on the forehead. 
I do kiss people on the cheek. I do kiss people on the hand. I do embrace people. I do hug people, men and women. I do on occasion say, ciao bella. On occasion, I do slip and say sweetheart people. I do tell jokes, some better than others. I am the same person in public as I am in private. You have seen me do it on TV through all my briefings and for 40 years before that. I try to put people at ease. I try to make them smile. I try to connect with them. And I try to show my appreciation and my friendship. I now understand that there are generational or cultural perspectives that, frankly, I hadn't fully appreciated. And I have learned from this. Now, the state already has an advanced sexual harassment training program for all employees, including me. But I want New York State government to be a model of office behavior. And I brought in an expert. Okay. So this is all before he resigned. Yes. Yeah. That was the last ditch effort. Like we were supposed to see that and be like, you're okay. And But it's more than that that he's accused no, of. No, the, the accusations are crazy, right? The accusations yeah. he was trying to like finger girls, right? Yeah, the ac like that, like Chow Bella. Did someone get upset at that? Maybe. I don't know. I think that's a little bit crazy. I mean, he is like an older Italian guy, so there's well, going to be a certain Bella, amount of... why is that offensive? It means hello, beautiful. Yeah, why is that offensive? I guess, I don't know. Or goodbye, John. beautiful. Yeah, right? that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're Italian? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, how do you, like, resist? Touching? Yeah, like, how, how does that Italian has not come out? Like, I don't when know. you're around tits... I have a little bit of Irish in me. Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> you just go like this. We see some 25% standoff in me. <laughs> I don't, you know. <laughs> but yeah, he's being an old guy. He's fucking, what is he, 70 years yeah. old? I don't want to defend it. If it was just that. That'd be fine. That is, I think there's some serious shit. Yeah. And, you know, maybe he was trying to hit on girls. He was trying to get his dick wet a little bit. And Do you know the whole story with the lady who was, she's the attorney general, right? The one who prosecuted Patricia this? Or, James yeah. is her name? Yeah, yeah. Do you know she was in another party and he Ooh. made her denounce her party in order to come over to work for him? And then she immediately went after him? Whoa. <laughs> uh, is that, yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah. yeah. It's heavy. So he's got like a history of making women do things they don't want to do. Well, I don't know if he made her. You know, I think it's a political thing. He probably would no, do it for a guy too. Busting balls, but Bustin yeah, it's balls. Uh, it's um yeah, it's just so interesting. I don't know because you see that you're like, yeah, this is how old people were. Like old people were way more tactile. Yeah, at least like Mediterranean folks. Yeah, they were very touchy. That's yeah. fine, and yeah. I don't think that's and I think that's a lot of like the Biden thing. Like you know, like the Biden sniffing mm, kid shit. I don't like that. Brett, you wouldn't let him sniff your kid. Bother, that bothers me. I'd let him sniff my kid. Joe. Really? A hundred percent. Because you don't have any kids. Once you have kids, you're like, why are you sniffing my kid? Your, your father instincts would kick in. Let me think. Plus, I, I don't think you'd remember if it's a kid or not. I think you'd be confused. Just in the moment, he's Maybe like, think this is like a, a smaller person. That's it, yeah. I just sniffing midgets. Adult. Dude, that's that's one of my favorite pastimes, dude. I'm a midget sniffer, dude. I, if I see a midget, I got to smell them, dude. They smell so delicious. I just don't think, like, I think that thing is is way bigger a deal than it needs to be. The sniffing? Yeah, like, the cognitive ability is the thing that scares me, not sniffing kids. Right. Just keep the kids away from them. I think the sniffing kids in public is part of the cognitive decline. 
Like he doesn't recognize that people don't like that. But you don't think Look it's just him being 200? He, Look at him. Look at all these kids he's Oh, that one on the side is fucked up at the bottom right. I mean, it looks like he's like pulling. Up. Yeah. They're all fucked up. Yeah, that are, one. She's really uncomfortable. away from them. They're, yeah. They're distorting their facial expressions. Yeah. It's very strange. But why would they smell like that? Like why would they come in smelling like that, Joe? That's why why would they wear perfume? Why would they that smell day? so good? Why would they do that? They want to be sniffed. Am I a victim blamer? Maybe. Holy shit, dude. Maybe. But just for sniffing. It's like it's the worst I mean, if if that's the worst thing that happens to you, you get sniffed. Yeah, like you can get over a sniff. <laughs> yeah, you, know? you should. And I think it's an older person thing. I think the Cuomo stuff that was messed up is probably he was trying to finger these girls or grabbing titties or just being a real like scumbag. And um I'm just not surprised like anybody like that wants to be in a position of power, yeah, uses their power shitty. Yeah, especially that kind of thing, like a governor or yeah. president. or It used to be, back in the JFK days, like that's why you became president, yeah. so you could fuck everybody. Yeah. Was JFK the last one? <clears throat> um, I don't know. That's a good question. Who do you think? Well, Clinton, obviously. But Clinton was he was really getting it in? Clinton like, got busted. Yeah, but he wasn't getting it in like that. I like JFK. I think he was getting it in. I think Clinton was getting it in. I think he had people that can keep their fucking mouth but shut. You don't fuck with Monica Lewinsky and then Pamela Anderson the same week. Like if you're no offense to Monica, but like if you're fucking with Monica, like the chick that just works down the I hall. I think Clinton would fuck anybody who's locked in a room with him. Interesting. I think he's one of them. Really? Them cats. You think yeah. he'll ever go down, or he dies first? I think he's. If he was going to go down, he would have already gone down. Yeah. I mean, do you remember when Trump had all those women that accused him of rape? It was one of the, was one of the most hilarious things that I've crazy seen. because <laughs> Front row. Hillary tried to talk some shit about him, and he's like, "Oh, really? Yeah. Check this out." And he it's brought and those shit. girls front row. <laughs> yeah. If he's not going down for that, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, if he hasn't gone down for that. What's he going down for? Yeah, it's kind of tricky. And it I would have like, to be yeah. like some murder shit, some House of Cards shit. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like people stop caring. Like, it's weird. Like, we only have, like, a certain tolerance for caring. Like, right. we really cared about the Epstein shit for a minute. Everybody's wearing T-shirts and hashtag this and that. Epstein isn't right. dead or whatever. He didn't hang himself. It didn't yeah. hang himself, yeah. And, like, now we're like, okay. It's like the UFO thing. Like, we were really all about it. And then the government was like, yeah, there might be some. And then we're like, okay, give us what we need. It's actually pretty dangerous if you think about the fact that you got this guy who is uh, a key witness in one of the most high-profile sex trafficking things ever, mm. like if if what he's what they accused him of is accurate, yeah, and that he really did involve heads of state, politicians, scientists, celebrities, yeah. and he brought them all to Fuck Island, yes. and he filmed them, yes. If that's real, <clears throat> if he really did have this giant fucking Rolodex. Of people that he could call and mm. go, hey, you know, uh, I got this video, and yeah. uh, I don't want to release it, but mm. I also want 150 million dollars. Yeah, might need like, to cough that up. Who was that one guy who was the hedge fund guy that it turned out that they they found that he had given Epstein 150 million dollars? <sighs> yeah, yeah. Is, uh, this is like the most recent one that came out. He's like a big ah uh, oh, fuck. What is this guy's name? <clears throat> Leon Some Black. Leon Black. And Super this guy rich cat. is also in the news today. He's okay. in the news today? Oh, a Russian model claims Wall Street billionaire Leon Black flew her to Palm Beach to satisfy the sex needs 
of Jeffrey Epstein. Mm. Yeah, I just typed in Epstein's name in Google, and there's like five different stories mm. that popped up within the last like 24 hours. That's a, but why do you think why we don't care, any, Joe? Like, why do you think we stop caring? Why it's we not have that we a, don't care. It's that there's so many things to care about. Yeah. You can't care about everything. You can't care about UFOs and climate change and Epstein and Jelaine Maxwell or whatever the fuck. How do you say her name? I don't know, but she's Gwen. got... The heavies, bro. Did you see the picture of her and Big the chick who Big Tatas? Super really? heavies. Did you see the picture with her and the chick from the Atlantic? No. Jamie, can you bring this up? I mean, imagine if she got them done while she was on trial. Brilliant move. Imagine. Brilliant move. Whoa. No, 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 no. It's her and the girl from the Atlantic. She's in full bikini, super heavies, just out in bikini. Bikini. Go, woman from the Atlantic. You didn't see this, like. I think so, no. Is it the upper right hand corner? Mm, no, 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 no. No? Was she? No, no, uh, you'll see. Uh, I don't know. She was like, anyway, but it was like super, it was wild. It was like. She looks like she would have been a very attractive lady. Oh, yeah. She, she was a total piece, man. Hmm. Total, total piece. How, what, a, what do you think happened with that? What was that weird relationship? Because she would get the girls, right? <sighs> yeah. She would groom <clears throat> them? Yeah, it was, I don't know, I guess maybe it was a lot easier when there was a girl there. Like, remember that, like, porn series Bang Bus? Yeah. Do you remember that yeah. one? Like, they were in, like, Miami. They just had, like, a bus, right? right? And they were, like, pick up girls off the street. Like, everybody was paid and shit, but they made you think they were picking girls off right. the street. There was always a chick in the bus. And that just calmed everything down. It's not a bunch of fucking horny dudes, a guy with, like, a huge dick. You get in the bus to get a ride wherever you need to go, and then you just start fucking, right? There was, right. like, a girl there who would, like, help kick the game. Right. And it made it so much calmer, so much safer. Even watching it, you're like, I feel way better that there's a woman here. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> if there wasn't a woman here, this would be dangerous. But like this girl's here and she's making sure everything's okay. It's like it, it's like a dude being a pimp is way more gross than a woman being a madam. Right. For some fucking reason. Right. It's almost like the madam is like easing everybody's discomfort and taking she's care got of their everything. Side. She's making yeah. sure that she's she's that motherly role. Yeah. But realistically she's the most savage. Because she probably knows how to like manipulate them in ways that guys never do. Mm. And and I think you have that shit. Didn't the Buddy Ranch have like some madam that kept all the girls in check? Probably. And he was just smoking them out, but like she was the one that was really doing the due diligence. Huh. But so that's probably what they were doing. I don't well, know. New man. York City has decriminalized prostitution. Yeah, but it's always been. Really? I mean, like they're, they're not they're not arrested. There was a whole fucking HBO show about like picking up pussy on the street, like in yeah, Hunts Point. Yeah, but that's like but, none of those girls got they arrested. Were, no, they arrested those girls sometimes. They would bring them in. Fifty dollars. Hey, what were you doing? I wasn't doing anything. But I think it's on the books now. That's it's, what's different. It's official. I think like weed is decriminalized too. Mm -hmm. But I guess what I'm saying is like I don't know. Like in New York, like. What is it? You're not allowed to jaywalk. Right. But, like, we're going to jaywalk. So there's certain things that they don't bust you on. Like, the yeah, cops don't LA, bust you. they balls. bust you for jaywalk. Yeah, but LA sucks. Ooh. Shots fired. Is that is that a hot take? That's a little bit of a hot take, but other people share it. Do you think so? <laughs> but not you. You don't share. Like, when we were having That's dinner with... Moved. But we were having dinner with Newsom last night, remember? And ah! uh, Newsom and... Pel <laughs> remember we went bowling with Newsom and Pelosi? Did you see the, 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 the Newsom video with him losing his temper? Oh, it's great. Getting it's hot. A, I, I love it. He's, he's passionate. clearly under fire. Yeah. I think he, he realizes it's coming down. It's a, he's out of here, that right? That Larry Elder fella. That Larry Elder fella is a smooth talker. Good guy? Radi conservative radio host. Smooth talker. The radio and, guys, bro. And people like him. The they radio like him guys. a lot. He's very popular. He's got a huge national show. Yeah. I mean, he's been around for a long time. When he decided yeah. to step in, 
They were all upset. Caitlyn Jenner, was, I'm sure, was upset. Yeah, what's the deal with her? She had it. Is she? You she think had she had it? Back. No, she had no chance. Never. No. She's yeah. A male Kardashian. She's, she's a what? female. Yeah, she's a Kardashian. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Is she? I don't yeah, know. It's a, it's a grab at attention. There's no like. You don't she, actually she's think she can a do conservative. it. Conservative. She's a conservative. Yeah. You know, like I think a lot of people like the idea of a conservative transsexual. Yeah. You know. Yeah, because it makes in. you feel comfortable with your political beliefs. Yeah, and people, and you know, transsexual yeah. people being, you know, in the public eye a lot more now, and particularly her. Yeah. She's like the main one. Yeah. It would be interesting. Yeah. Like the first ever transsexual governor. I'm sure California would love to. To elect the first ever transsexual governor and yeah. claim the throne as the most progressive state of all time. Yeah. Because they're pretty much there right now. You think they are? I mean, it's got to be the most politically correct state. Yeah. In terms of like adopting the woke ideology, no one adopts it more heavy and hardcore than California. I guess I'm so just like over it. I'm just out of the, I'm out of the loop, you know, yeah. like. Like, it's, it's, I don't know, it's weird. It's like one of these things, I remember I, when we moved back to New York, you know, I started doing shows again and it was like for the first time and like, it was the first time in like four months that like I did shows for a crowd that like kind of groaned and had like pushback on like yes. ideas or words. Because you've and been in Miami. I've been in Miami <laughs> and we've been on the road and I've been performing for my guys, right? Yeah. So it's like, they understand what they're coming into. And what's so interesting is I used to be so angry at that. I'd be so angry when all you used to do that. I'd be like, why are you guys being fake? Why are you lying to yourselves? You're being hypocrites. You're laughing at this part of the joke, which is way worse than this part. But just this one wet, bad word makes you feel uncomfortable. And then I realized, like, these people would all act the exact same way as the people at my shows if they were in that environment. This is just an unfamiliar environment for them. They're at the Comedy Cellar, but they're there with their coworkers. They might not want their coworkers to know that they find trans jokes funny. Or homophobic jokes funny, or racist jokes funny. You're, there's a you level of discomfort because they're at, with their coworkers. I think that's when unique you're, to New York City. I think it's like you know how you should be, and you know how you should be in public, and you also know how you are. And I think the great thing, at least that I've been able to experience, is people get to be who they are at these shows, right? So like everybody knows that everybody could get it, any race, religion, anybody. If you're trans, you're going to get it. Everybody's getting it at the shows. Right. So everybody submits to that when they walk in. They're okay. But when you're at the random show with people that they don't even know in the lineup, you know, everybody's doing 15-minute spots, you don't know what behavior you should have. So you go in there going, okay, I got to be appropriate like I'm appropriate at work. And it's up to us to either make the jokes funny enough so that they can kind of let loose a little bit and that is on us. I'll take that. But also create a culture at the club where the club is like, hey, you're allowed to laugh. It's okay to laugh. It's okay. Because I mm. guarantee every one of those people, if they came to one of my shows, would just fall in line. They'd just fall right the fuck Because line. they would be there with your fans. They'd be there with their fans. And, they'd and see, people like, would understand exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. But, but that's it, the one good thing about having your own show where people know what to expect. Mm -hmm. But it's also the one good thing about being in a place like the cellar or the store mm -hmm. where you're dealing with 15 people a night where you can't get away with that. Yep. And so you need to- You need the balance. You need to figure out how to finesse people that might not agree with your ideas. 100%. And it allows you to like structure your jokes in a way where you're, you know, you make them more palatable with the same ideas and the yeah. same jokes, but you figure out a way to ease them in better. Yeah, that's the game. Yeah, that's the game. That is the game. I guess one of like the benefits of having some visibility or people know about me and they know about you, like they understand your perspective is like there's an expectation when you walk on stage. 
Like I used to always be like, I used to always be jealous of comics that like looked a certain way when they walked right. on stage, and it they could looked, just acknowledge funny. it. Funny, yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's like everybody's thinking the same thing. You walk on stage, satisfied, go. And I hated the first few minutes. Because nobody knows the fuck I am when I walk on stage. Right. Every Jewish person thinks I'm Jewish. Every Italian thinks I'm Italian. Right. right. After people are like, why does he kind of talk? He's using like slang words and shit like that. Right. Like, everybody, everybody, nobody knows. Right. So it, it was like a few minutes. I have to really hit him with a fucking haymaker where they're like, okay, he's funny. I'll get on board. Right. And it's nice now to be at the point where it's like, okay, can we just tell some fucking jokes? Yeah. I, I yeah. don't want to prove myself to you. I, I don't, that's not the ego thing that I get off on. I get off on us all coming together and having some fun on some fucked up shit. Right. Right. I guess there's some people who they really like proving the crowd wrong. And it's like, buddy, you're going to get to a point in your career where the crowd is going to like you. Yeah. It's not win over. The goal is not be like, oh, I didn't think he was funny. He was. Do you know, that's a fear that a lot of people have. They're going to get soft because of that, because they're going to have their own crowd. That was. You're as hard as you are. That's true. Come, you know what I mean? Some accountability. Like, you know if the joke's trash. Right. Like, we've all been on the road. You should know. We hear something. We're like, all right, that got too big a laugh. Right. I right. need to I need to work on that for me. Right, right, right. You know, like yeah. that it's one of those things where it's like you know you're not performing for the back of room. Like I don't I don't believe in that. Like you perform no. for the people who are there. Yeah. But you think about it a little. Well, you know if you're doing something that's hack. Yes. You know where you're taking a shortcut or you're doing a cheap laugh. Yeah, for sure. But don't I think you need to do all kinds of different places. Yeah. And I think like doing those store type shows or seller type shows where they're not there to see you they're yeah. there to see everybody pop in yeah pop in 15 see the different fucking comics on the lineup and who's who's to say what percentage are there to see andrew schultz yeah there might, there might be like 10 of them yeah you know there might be 20 to see this guy five to see this guy you, they, you know what you don't know so those shows are like a good part of your like it's like if you're a cross trainer like if you're a fighter and you're training for uh, your sport, you're not just sparring. Yeah. You know, you got to do some road work. Yep. You got to lift a little weights. Yeah. You got to do some hard cardio, some yep. wind sprints. Yeah. That's like, you know what's the best really? One of the best things ever is those weird fucking shows where there's like 20 people in the audience. Yeah. They're the best for you. Dude, there's a show, um, Will Sylvance, a comic in New York, and he runs it at like the upstairs room at the cellar, and it's just called New Jokes. And mm. He does it, and it's similar to um, Jeremiah's stand up on the spot. Stand up on the spot, but it's it's not like uh, where you just they just throw something at you and then you do it right. You do any new ideas you have, but the, my favorite part of it is afterwards, Will comes up with you, and you kind of talk about the bits together in front of a crowd, and all of a sudden, you're like. I'm finding tags. Mm. I'm finding a different angle that I didn't see. You know, sometimes you're like too close to a joke. You're like right. trying to make it work because it's like right in front of you. And if you just, if it was somebody else's joke, if it was your friend's joke, you'd be like, bro, what about going this way? Right. There's something about being so close to it yep. that it almost like limits creativity a little bit. You're like, the laugh is almost there. I'm, I'm going to kind of grind this. I'm going to grind this. I'm going to grind this. But the reality is the laugh is in the completely other direction. And like mm. being up there and like riffing back and forth I forgot how fun that was in front of 30 people. It's not that many people, 40 people or something like that. But having that live feedback, I was like, this is the most fun way to write, at least for me. Yeah, that's the thing about those kind of like shows where you're improvising on the spot. They got a, sh a show out here called The Riff, mm -hmm. and what they use is cards. The audience will fill out index cards, like, uh, you know, uh, Obama's uh, super spreader party. You know, you write things <laughs> down on it, and then they take these 
things, they pull them out of this box yeah. and they stick them on this wheel just yeah. randomly. And then yeah. they spin the wheel yeah. brrr, and it'll land on one of the things and you grab the card and you're like, okay. Yeah. You know, and then you start talking Nancy Pelosi's chin. Yeah. And then you start talking about that. And you're like, okay. And then you have a bit that you riff right off of that. <laughs> it's fucking great, man. I, yeah. I love those kind of shows. Those are Work very, very valuable shows. Yeah. Nah, it's good to do stand-up again. Dude, I, was, I, I think I was telling you this, but I was like in Miami, and, and it was so nice, I couldn't write. Yeah, you were having too much fun. I, it was, I didn't realize it back then, like what I initially pushed back against. Like really every single joke is pushing back against somebody being outraged at something I don't think they should be outraged by. And there's a lot of that in New York. It's nonstop. It, it's not stop. Everybody's upset. I'm walking down the street. Some girl calling me a murderer because I don't have a mask. You know what I mean? Like, really? Oh, multiple times. Multiple times. Now? In my neighborhood. Uh, but no, not now. But like uh, back in the during pandemic. Before so we walking left. down the street outside. Walking there... a golden doodle. I'm a good person. I have a dog. <laughs> I have a golden, a golden doodle, doodle dog. I'm not a bad guy, right? If ah. I have a golden doodle, right? Yes. I'm I'm soft. That's like an effeminate dog. Sweet. Right. It's a sweet dog. It's beautiful. I love her. Yeah. Amazing. Murderer. I didn't. I could not fathom murderer. she called that murderer. And mm. I was like, "What?" And I, because I didn't think. And she goes, "Murderer, murderer, murderer." Yeah. See, I can't live in a place like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't need that in my life. But if, for jokes, like that thing. If if let me tell you, if comedy clubs were open that night, <laughs> some fun would have been had, or a giant bomb, an epic night would have happened because <sighs> of that. Oh, something special. Maybe a bomb. Maybe a crush. It would be remembered. Yeah. For good or bad reasons, but that type of shit, like push I, it back. I need more calm, I think, than you do. Ugh, I need, I need chaos. I, <laughs> I thrive in chaos, Joe. I, I'm from New York. I, this is what moves me. Like, I try to go on vacation with with, with my girl, and we went to after last time I came here, mm -hmm. went to Hawaii, yeah. went to Lanai. Yeah, and uh, I almost died, by the way. What? Uh, I almost drowned. What? Yeah, for uh, real. I did drown, actually. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? I was surfing. Uh, yeah, that was crazy. What happened? Uh, well, the whole time I was trying to surf, I grew up surfing, right? When I was here, I went to Waco. I surfed yeah. the Waco, amazing place. Um, and I was trying to organize surfing on the island of Lanai. Lanai is the one island that's like blocked from northern swells. So there's no surf. The one island. I didn't realize this. I'm like, we're going to Hawaii. There's going to be surf, right? Of course. I, I go to the hotel. Can I get a surfboard? They're like, no, we really don't recommend. This is only for like experts and that kind of stuff. And I'm like, I've been surfing my whole life. I'll be okay. So I find a way. I asked a million different people. I finally find a way. Contact this guy, Lanai, who's from Lanai. He's a, a, a celebrity out there in Hawaii. And uh, good friends with BJ Penn. Oh. Yeah, who, who has one of the most horrifying stories, by the way, of getting caught in a wave pool. Yeah, I heard about I, that. I mean, this was, Jesus Christ. So uh, I finally get a surfboard. They drop it off at the hotel, and the hotel's like, please, you shouldn't surf. And I'm like, it's going to be fine. They have once-in-a-decade waves while I'm there. This never happens. It's supposedly flat the whole time in the winter. Once-in-a-decade right outside of the hotel. Okay? Mm. I don't know how to relax. Like, I, I don't know how to just sit on a thing and relax. I can't do that, right? My girl learned that about me when we went there. So I'm like, let me just go surf. I surf the first day, fun. Surf the second day, fun. I go one more day, I'll surf, and then we'll just do activities for the rest of the time. I go out there, I catch a few waves. The waves are breaking off of this point, right? So that, that means that there's reef here, and there's some rocks, and the rocks, the wave wraps around the rocks, and the rock starts to break, and then they go. You take off on the wave really close to the rock, okay? And uh, if you're, what I was basically doing is watching the, the locals take off, and I was just taking off a little bit further outside than them. 
I'm like, if that's where they take off, I go a little outside, I'll be okay. I went out, it was only two of us. Every day there'd be like four of us. It was like nobody surfing. It was un- unbelievable the luck that I got. It's just me and another white dude from like North Carolina or some shit. So I don't know exactly where the takeoff is. So I'm a little bit deeper. Big one comes in, I'm like, okay, I got this. I go, paddle, pop up. I fall on the takeoff, right? Not a big deal, fall waves all the time. I'm getting thrashed around a little bit. It's like head high waves, nothing like that crazy, but like I get thrashed, whatever. I try to go to the surface and I can't. Like, what the fuck is going on here, right? I didn't even really care about my breath when I first went in because I'm not intending on being down for that long. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. it's, it's, it's just a little tumble. I just went off the wave, nothing. Right. Try to go up, I can't. Try to go up, I can't. I try to pierce the, 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 the surface and I exhale right before, right? Because you, I don't know, it's just naturally, you just go exhale here and then breach, right? Yeah. So I exhale, I have no air left. I'm still under. My board or leash wrapped around the coral bed underneath, okay? I can't go up. I'm literally going, my girl's watching on the beach in my mind. So many things are passing through my mind. I'm like, is she gonna watch me die? Is she gonna, how long have I been under here? I have no more air left. I take a breath of water. Oh shit. I thought you'd die then. And in that moment, I had this like weird pinpoint focus. It was the weirdest thing I've ever experienced. It was like, it was like, you're not gonna die. You're gonna figure this out. When I was surfing, oh, this is crazy. When I was surfing here in Waco, I went out to dinner with the Geiselman brothers and Kevin Schultz, okay? They're surfers. The Geiselman brothers, one of them was telling me a story, I think it was Evan, about when he got his board wrapped around coral, okay? He said, you don't bend at the waist to go undo the leash. You actually pull your knee up because your legs are stronger than your core or whatever the fuck it was. I don't know exactly what it was, but in this moment, that it was probably one second, I had the whole conversation play in my head. It was the weirdest thing. Everything was so slow, but it was like, I, I don't know what it was. And I remembered the conversation from dinner after we surfed, having Mexican food at, in Waco. And in that moment, I pull my leg up. And as I pull my leg up to take off the leash, something pops and I just get pushed up out of the water. Whew. It was fucking unreal, dude. I was like kicking the coral with my feet. The under, uh, bottom of my feet were all black and blue. Like, it was crazy. Whoa. And I went back out and I surfed three more waves and I came in. What happened to BJ Penn? <sighs> he was surfing at, uh, I don't want to say which one because he didn't say it, but uh, he was surfing at a wave pool. And uh, the way the wave pools work is there's a... When you say a wave pool, in those uh, artificial ones? Artificial wave pool, yeah. And uh, what happened was he, um, in these wave pools, it was like in the initial stages, right? So I think everybody was giving like a trial run before they put it out there. And the way it works is there's this like engine room that sucks in water, right? And then shoots the water back out. And that's what starts the wave. Right, so you suck in the water. There's a, there's a depression in the water level, and then you push it back out, and all that water coming out at the same time creates a hump. It hits more shallow water, starts to break. He's really close to the wall, waiting to surf. The suction happens, sucks him into the engine room. He doesn't just get sucked underwater. He gets sucked underwater into the room. He's stuck in the room, Joe. Bro, I'm reading this story. I hit him up on Instagram. I was like, dude, I, I, I'm, I can't believe what I just read. He's stuck in the fucking room as water's coming in, right? Filling up, bouncing him all around. He doesn't know where the fuck he's going. And then the water shoots out, and then he has a second to breathe. Oh water comes God. back in. He's like, it was something out of a Saw movie. It, it's like a torture technique. Oh, my 
God. He's like, the only reason I stayed alive is my kids. I was like, I just Holy have. And shit. he said he credited fighting. He goes, I've, I've been in so many situations where it was like. Where he thought about quitting. Thought about quitting, but also like these brutal physical situations. Right, where he knows how to endure. Where he knows how to endure. <sighs> Fuck. But can you imagine the fear? You can't see anything. Water's everywhere. You All of a sudden, you're locked. You're like, am I locked in this thing? I can't get out. And then all the water gets sucked out. You're like, okay, I can breathe. So how did he get out? I guess they stopped it, and they went down there. And I guess they grabbed So him. they knew he was in there. I think, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I can't speak for him, but I think I think oh that's what happened. Oh, my God. And now they've put grates there. And now there's grates at all the wave pools, so that would never happen. But the fact that they let people surf without the fucking grates. Imagine getting sucked down a tube. Like, you see all the bruises on him? Wild shit, man. Like it's infections like and shit. Yeah. But like that's that's fucking Mario Brothers shit. Like yeah. right, right, right. Like game. Like like saw. Like literally. You yeah. Yeah. Wow. Gnarly, right? Holy shit. Yeah. Whew. Yeah, heavy shit, man. That's heavy. Heavy shit. But yeah, I, I guess I need to keep doing things. See? Take that, North Korean lady. That's a real story about struggle. That was the most entertaining, depressing fucking podcast, bro. Oh my god! Do you think it's all real? Oh, it's one hundred percent real. Because I was reading some shit. She's so small from from lack of food. Like she's not all of her, Joe. Yeah. Well, I think that was after the fact. I think that was. uh, I think a doctor was involved. You think so? Yeah. Because I almost shaking her hand. I almost started making my girl eat rats after I saw her, dude. (laughs) I saw her tongue on that podcast. All I ate is rats. I was like, oh, did ya? <laughs> it's mostly uh, grasshoppers. Grasshoppers? Yeah. Whatever. Fry them yeah. up, dude. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> she came out of North Korea stacked. Yeah. She's she, definitely. Um, she's, uh, but like you believe all pounds. of it. Yeah. Because you know there's some like discrepancy in the stories. In what? Apparently. How so? I was reading some article and it said like, um, She'd mix things up, and you know her mom was saying this, and you know her mom was saying they really had it. They were balling in North Korea, like she had like a fucking Chanel bag and shit like that. Apparently, she's no on one's this balling in North Korea. Son, that's what the mom said. Like, no. there's the, no one is balling in North Korea. Like, there's no way it doesn't happen. There's no one balling in North Korea. Bro, it's they're starving to death. How that's, do we, that's how do we know we don't that, go? First of all, the lady's eighty pounds. She's a grown woman that's eighty pounds. Koreans are not the biggest. Yeah, but. The way she's built is like, it's odd. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a malnutrition thing. I believe it. Don't get me wrong. But what I, don't you agree? What, I just heard, I'm reading this article saying like, because uh, she's, I guess, on a show in South Korea that yes. is full of people who got out. Yes. Right? And like. They were calling her like the Paris Hilton of North Korea. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so. She talked about that on, on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. So, um. I don't know. I don't know. There are a couple of different like the discrepancies of stories between like what her mom said and like what did her mom she... say that was. Um... I don't know, but there's an article. I forget what it is. Like, I think the diplomat you gotta, one put thing out you have an article. To think about is that there's a tremendous amount of um, propaganda that gets released by the North Koreans, is particularly to discredit people that have escaped. And not many have escaped, and they can't escape now because they set up landmines. So Whoa. yeah. So if you get past the fence. You blow up. Whoa. Like, if you try to run, you you get through the fence. If they don't shoot you and they do try to shoot you, yeah. you're going to step on a landmine and fucking blow up. Yeah, it's, it's wild, man. But again, we don't, we don't know what it's like over there because we haven't gone. Every single person who's escaped tells the same story. They all talk about the camps, and they all mm. talk about how if your grandfather's done something, you'll, you'll be born in these camps, 
and that you you have like multiple generations get punished of for guilt. the crime yeah all yeah. that shit is real okay I mean, it's real yeah the the fact that he murdered his own uncle and you know he's he does blow people up with missiles they've they, they have had public executions yeah. where he literally will have someone tied up yeah. and they shoot a missile at them you can do that with cows i think in cambodia you can you can shoot a rocket launcher at a cow. Really? Yeah. They allow you to, or yeah. you can pay for it. No, it's like you pay for it. It's like a carnival. It's a thing. fun thing. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, but I could see them doing with people in North Korea. I know that uh, people in someone in North Dakota sent me this thing where they were shooting. Uh, what's that? Prairie dogs. Mm. They hate prairie dogs because mm. prairie dogs create holes in the ground and horses step in the holes and snap <sighs> Break their, legs. their legs. Yeah. So they were shooting prairie dogs with fifty caliber guns. Yeah. Which is a bullet like the size of your fist. I like that. I like that. That's American. Bro, it's they just literally evaporate. I think that that's cool. Do you? I think that that's cool. I'm into it. I also wonder if this this girl, I wonder if it's like a bit. Like you know how like a bit works and you just keep on adding to it? Like and she's just cultivating the best bit. Like yes, it's fucked up in North Korea. All these things happened. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not fucked. Up. I don't know. Right? It's fucked up there. What if it's okay? What if it's Cleveland? You don't think it's possible? You don't think it's possible it's Cleveland? I know we got an Ohio boy here, but like, what is it possible it's just Cleveland? You know, there's been documented cases of cannibalism there where, where people to Cleveland? eat people. Is that? They had the guy, didn't the guy have the girl in the basement that they had kids with? Three girls in a basement you're having kids with. That's, That's crazier right. than cannibalism. No, it's not crazier than cannibalism but it's 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 also crazy i would eat a human before i'd have three girls in a basement and have kids with them that's a good point right i mean like right, if especially a person that's already dead yeah right? like a person drowns and then you're really hungry and you, you pull eat them it. out of the water and you're like well i am hungry yeah yeah that's a that's a lot yeah that's a lot again i don't know i've never ate human i, I don't want to it do really it. depends on how the person died right like if you're in that What's that movie where they crashed a plane? They have to they scoop Alive. out of that guy's butt with a with a spoon. Wait, what? That's what they 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 scooped his butt with a spoon, went into the the butt cheeks, pulled his pants down, and just dug in there with a spoon to take s- scoops of his ass. I thought that's that was a, a Cuomo thing. I thought that. Uh, <laughs> I thought. <laughs> I'm Italian. <laughs> I scoop your ass. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, I'm sure she went through some fucking absolutely horrible shit, but we have this, like, hard-on for North Korea. I don't understand it. Because it's a brutal dictatorship that keeps its people starving. Aren't they all? No, that's like the worst. Like, how many of them are there? That's There's... the worst. Really? Yeah, it's the worst one, and it's uh, kept afloat by China. Yeah. There's a lot that's documented about North Korea that's undeniable. Mm. Their, their atrocities are pretty intense, especially the camps, mm. the way they have these camps set up. The way, uh, if you don't, if you see the video of them crying when Kim Jong Un died, or mm. Kim Jong Il, Kim Jong Un's dad, Kim Jong Il died, and if you didn't cry hard enough, you get sentenced to six months of hard labor. Whoa! So, so these people are wailing in the streets, like performatively wailing for days. Like it's wild. See if you can find videos of people. You need to watch this. Watch this. Oh, there's no sound. Oh, there's no sound? I mean, you can't hear people crying. Yeah, that's no, all I hear. I'm just like, I, I'm such a on. fucking skeptic, Joe. I'm like, is there sound? Yeah. They're just crying forever. You have to keep crying. Yeah. Some nice jackets. 
Look at the all step. Look at this. She's got a scarf. It's pretty nice. Look at this man. I see a lot of teeth, Joe. Not I see a lot lady. of teeth. Now she's got all her teeth. Clean streets. Look at this man. She's getting down her knees, man. She's really putting in the work. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she I mean, wants this it. is the thing. It's like it never ends. It's performative. Yeah. It goes on and on and on and on. And you have to exhibit a very high level of mourning. She's got fur on her jacket, Joe. It's not real fur. Still faux fur. She's got her hair dead. She does. She got her hair dead. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, are they going to salons and shit? What's going on here? I think there might be. What if this is propaganda? What if this whole thing, like, what if, what if South Korea is paying people to say some wild shit about North Korea so that we think North Korea is crazy? What if it's South Korean propaganda? Huh? I don't think so. What do you think about that? I think you're... Uh, Third eye, bro. You're in some strange territory. That's... I like your watch. Oh, thank you. What dude. is that? Well, AP. Nice. I got a... Uh, how do you say that? I don't know how to pronounce it, dude. I'm a total fraud. Ademage it's a beautiful watch, though. Thank it's you, beautiful. man. It's yeah, great. I just fell apart in Miami, and I just started doing started all this balling. stuff. I started balling. That's what balling, I'm saying. Dude. You look like you you were balling a little down there. Oh, I dude, thought you were going to stay there. I was hoping you were going to stay You wanted me to stay. Yeah, you I did. I like what you were doing down there, and that I felt fun. like you could change the comedy scene in Miami. They, like, it would have been down good. there. You would have you would have invited other degenerates to move down there I too, know, and know. they would all move down there and started wearing these Hawaiian shirts <laughs> and big straw hats. <laughs> we leaned in. Look, huh? at, Look at this asshole! How many buttons are on buttons? Look at it. it! I love it! Look I love it. it! I love it! You know where I think? Uh, I think we're gonna go. This is what I want to do. I really liked going there. I'm curious about your take on this. So, I was thinking of like doing like a European some shows in Europe right mm -hmm. and obviously if things are open or whatever maybe come next summer so I was like what if we spent like a, a month and a half in like Italy and then did the shows on the weekends and then podcasts and stuff during the week so it was almost like a shorter version of what we did in Miami you definitely could do that be um, fun, right? Yeah, like, you could do that anywhere. You, how big is your crew? How many people do you, do you travel with? Yeah, I mean, I came with a fucking basketball team today. Yeah, you can't do that. Anymore. Yeah, I know, my bad. We got insurance rules, <laughs> yeah. COVID rules. Um, there's probably like, maybe like, it would be eight to ten of us or something like that. Yeah. Just get like a big Why do you have so many people shit? that you travel with? Um, well, we're doing the shows this weekend. Right. Dallas, Houston. So some so of the guys. So you have comics. So it's comics. There's uh, how many, who you, who so do you Mark, have with you? Mark opens for me. Mark is the guy who co-wrote and co-created the Netflix special. Right, Brilliant right. guy. Hilarious comic. Mark Gagnon. And uh, Alex does video. Uh, you met Alex. Yep. Alex directed the special. Yep. Uh, Vala is a new guy that we got on. That's not even his name, but we call him Vala. And um, so he's he's doing this like documentary about the tour that we're doing. And uh, he also does a lot of video stuff for us. And then um, my boy Dove, the truffle. We call him the truffle. What does he do? He's our truffle pig. He finds the money, Joe. He finds the money? He finds the money. How does he find the money? He truffles it, man. He just finds the so deals, he's bro. he's the guy that gets the deals. He gets the deals, dude. So he's the truffle pig. He's the truffle pig. Yeah. Okay. You got to have a truffle pig, Joe. I understand. You know? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Steve pig. Bannon? That's no, <laughs> Nick Cage. Oh, so it's Cage. Nick Cage. Steve Bannon. Come uh, on, tell me he doesn't look like Steve Bannon. Sort of. A lot. Yeah. With the hair? Steve Bannon's got a weird yeah, thing going Bannon. on with the hair. Do you think Bannon does acid? 
Like I, I, I've been looking at him with his hair. I'm like, why yeah. the long hair? You're this conservative fucking yeah. hound. Like, he's a, he's an odd looking guy. The skin odd. is weird. Like, very odd. Like yeah. Like he boozes a lot. Maybe he knows too many oh, things. Definitely, definitely boozing. Definitely. Yeah. Boozing. He, he like he maybe knows too many things. Yeah. They all know too many things. It's like you have to yeah, be. That's look what at I'm him. saying. Yeah. Come on, that guy gets hammered. Yeah. That's Tim Dillon's 100%. dad. Yeah. Look at that. Tim Dillon, fully vaccinated, got the cooties. Can we say it? Yeah. Okay. I'm saying it. He knows it? Okay. He didn't tell me not to say it. God. Dude, get better, Tim. We can't have you all delted yeah. up, man. He must be protected. He yeah, must we be have protected. to protect him. We have to protect that him. That guy is a national treasure. Yeah, he's great. Did you see the fucking the, 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 the latest? The articles? People freaking out in Australia. Oh, it's so he was funny. talking shit about Australia. It's so funny. <laughs> it's like there used to be a lockdown. They like it because they could just get drunk in their backyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People in Australia are like, yeah. how oh, dare he saying? How dare he? <laughs> but here's the thing, man. They've had nine deaths since like last October. Right. Their, their lockdowns are fucking preposterous. And that's what happens when you take guns away from people. Yeah. Take wait, wait, guns wait. away okay. from citizens. Okay. They took all their guns in the 90s. Yeah. Look at this. American comedian oh, jokes. Australians love lockdowns because they're lazy descendants of criminals who, who, who don't want to work and restrictions aren't that bad. It's amazing. Because they just want to get hammered in their backyards. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Every time, like, they, every time that they take him seriously and they print it in, like, a newspaper or an article. Look at this. Yeah. Dylan has a point. As opinion polls consistently show overwhelming support for lockdown happy premieres like Western Australia's Mark Mark McGowan, even Daniel Andrews at the heart of Victoria's five-month outbreak last year approved of his ultra-harsh stage four lockdown. It's fucking dumb. Yeah. So So they're back to lockdown. Yeah. In Australia. They're not just locked down. They're crazy locked down. Oh. My buddy Michael Chavello, who's from there, he lives there. Okay. He told me that every time he goes there, he has a 14-day quarantine. That's easy. Because he does, yeah, very similar. But Chavello does a lot of traveling because he works for 1FC. He's the 1FC color commentator. Oh. He does my job for 1FC. 1FC, okay. Well, yeah. he actually is like the play-by-play guy. Okay. But Either way, point being, he's a commentator for 1FC, and he's gone back and forth there so many times that he has to, every time he goes, I think he told me he spent like some insane amount of time over the last uh, last year and a half just quarantined. Why go back? Well, he has to. It's his job. He has kids and stuff? His kids. He's got a wife. Yeah. That's the tricky thing. It's like- Yes, I, you know, like every time Izzy fights, it's so funny to watch his Instagram after because yeah. he's just locked in a hotel room with yeah, these other crazy. MMA guys going absolutely nuts. Yeah. And you see it happen. And it's well, like, well, it doesn't make sense. Like yeah. this 14 day shit, like why 14 days? Yeah, we work after 10, right? Bro, it should be a few. They should just test you. Yeah. They should test you. Are you negative? How you feeling? You out of here. Test you five days later. Are you negative? How you feeling? Yeah. Feeling good? Looking good? Yeah. Did you work out today? Yeah. How you feel? After five days, like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah, you know, I, I have a, I have a question. What's this? What's the lambda variant? Mm, that's a good question. I don't know. Have you learned about that the yet? The fear is that it's, uh, that it doesn't. The vaccines don't work on it at all. <sighs> yeah, that's what I've heard. Uh oh. Yeah. That's no bueno. Well, it's a respiratory virus. <sighs> Might have to sell this watch, Joe. Nah, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. No. Um, yeah, because I keep hearing this thing about the Lambda. Let me tell you something about my yeah. buddy who got uh, got COVID. Yeah. He got uh, on the monoclonal antibodies. Okay. And he said, literally, uh, the first day, he started feeling a little shitty. He said, man, oh, I hope I don't have it. He got tested. Found out he has COVID. 
there's places in Austin where you can go to get monoclonal antibodies. Okay. Killed it. Like the day he got tested, uh-huh. he found out he got the monoclonal antibodies, never had another symptom. Huh. Yeah. Amazing. Huh. But he's a young guy. He's like 30-ish. Yeah. He's in his 30s, real fit, works out a lot. That's the tricky thing about COVID is like, I, I feel like it's like the opposite of crypto in that like, how do I phrase this? Like, you know how like, like our risk tolerance is greater when there's like a, a really great reward. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, uh. Like, all my friends were, like, having money in crypto. I don't know anything about investing. Like, I'm a fucking baboon when it comes to money. Like, I'm, like, Scrooge McDuck. Like, I just put it in a fucking bank. I don't know what happens with it. I'm bad with it. But they were making all this money in crypto. And I was like, well, this is worth investing because there's 10x return, 100x return, 1,000x. I will risk the money because there's a massive potential return, right? Right, right. And I literally, I did it, like, the day before the shit collapsed. I put too much money in. And then then it collapsed. It collapsed. Literally, the week I put money in. I had this guy, Anthony Pompliano, on the fucking podcast. He's the big Bitcoin guy, just jerking off Bitcoin all the time. It's actually entertaining. He's a sweet guy. But uh, but I'm, you know, he's a piece of shit. He lost me a lot of money. But he's a sweet guy. I like him. Is and it his fault, you think? Or your again? fault? It's my fault. I'm a because fucking idiot. Also because I got greedy. You went on the podcast and talked about it, so it probably jacked the I price up. I brought him and on then the people pod. people like, now's the time to sell right after your pod. I fucking caused it. Because I caused the, the crypto. It probably dip. went up to a good height. Oh, I think huge. crypto gets to a certain height and people are like, yeah, now. Well, and then boom, it crashes. That's right? the thing I was thinking about crypto. Well, I'll make this risk tolerance thing, but then I'm curious oh, about okay. it. So it's like, I, there's such a high reward. Like, even with you, like all the shit you do, like you're always like, I'm a Mexican science experiment. You always say that shit to me, right? right. And it's like, because there's high reward. You yes. could do all these things. You don't know if they're fucking FDA approved, but the reward that comes with them is huge. Right. right? You could live forever. Right. I don't know. The, I think the tricky thing for people with the vaccine is like, I think most people are not afraid of COVID. So they're like, it's only risk. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, right. like before, when I got the shit, it was reward. It was like, wait, we can't go out to eat. But if I get this, I get to go out to eat. I get to be normal. I get to not wear the mask. Like, oh, that's reward. That's right. worth the risk. I get to have a life again. Right. But these motherfuckers gave people their lives. And now they're saying, take this. And it's like, where's the reward? You're saying, I take it and I still might be able to get it? Like, if you want us to risk, you got to give us big upside. And I feel like it works with crypto because there's potential big upside. But the vaccine, you got to convince motherfuckers there's something. And this, and unfortunately, it's not enough upside to go, you'll help your neighbor. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, that's not enough for us. Yeah, but if you're still able to catch it. And you're still able to transmit it. That's what. There's no fucking upside. It's confusing. But it's do, do you see what I'm confusing. saying? Like, yeah. I think, and I think that's the trepidation for a lot of people, especially the ones who haven't taken it yet. It's just like, I, I don't see why this is beneficial, but I do see why it's potentially risky. Have you known anybody that had a bad side effect from the virus vaccine? Oh, uh, the vaccine? No, not a single person. Really? No. Interesting. Yeah. Why have you? Oh yeah. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Oh, what happened? Heart attacks. Turn gay? Uh, uh, that's a positive side effect in my book, you piece of shit. I never said it was bad. Yeah, you did. Did that's I? What he said. Didn't you hear him? Oh, I thought you said hard side effect. <laughs> 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 Dude, what if you just turn gay until the antibodies wear off? 
fine. Three months. Yeah. Three months of gay, dude. Eddie Bravo and I were joking around about that once. Like, imagine yeah. if that was like a side effect of an MMA fight. If you got KO'd, and then you were boom. gay. Dude. You, you're gay until you got it back. There's some rubber guard. <laughs> show you something flexible, Eddie. Imagine if, like, sexuality was something that you you could literally like beat into somebody. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, sexuality, no. But imagine it was like that would put imagine higher stakes on a fight. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Super. Yeah. You get knocked out, and like just... your wife would be like, "I can't fucking believe you're gay." I'm like, baby, listen. <laughs> I'm gonna get knocked out again. It's only It'll like six me months. Out. I'm gay for six months. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we solve everything. Can you imagine? Dude, you do six months, six months gay. Six months gay. Or it can yeah. be like, it can be um, punishments and stuff like that. Like, if you're gay and you commit a crime, six months straight, bro. Yeah. You're, you're fucking pussy for six months, dude. No. Tell no, that to no, your no, husband. That doesn't make any sense. I'm saying you actually become gay or straight. But just for just for the punishment, just for the time. Well, we were talking outside about. I had this conversation with a guy where we were. I was saying, imagine if gender dysphoria can be cured with a pill. Yeah. Do you think people would take it and not be trans? He goes, No, they would think it of as genocide. I, just from everything I've heard from from trans people, I don't know because what I've heard from them is this is the best solution they have for the problem, right? They're like, I feel like I'm in the wrong body. There's right. not some shit to fix that. Yeah. So I got to get the right body because that's the best fix. Right. Right? So if there's a pill that fixes it, you don't think they're taking it? Well, the pill would make them be comfortable with the gender of their birth. Yeah. Maybe they wouldn't because maybe in their mind, like, they should be a woman. If the pill uh... lets them be comfortable being a man, maybe they wouldn't like it. That's what he was saying. Hmm. What Jesse was saying, he was like, they would think of it as genocide like you're killing off all the transgender people by creating this medical solution bro that's literally like the plot line for one of the marvel movies for x-men <laughs> it's literally x-men really yeah but yeah that's for one of the real plot lines remember the movie i forget which one it was where where there was a guy who was curing the mutants and he was going oh, around he was like shooting them with serum right that's and then they right. lose their mutant powers that's right i thought it was a there was a gay thing in there no, not, not, they're not turning Yo, th Wolverine again. Have you seen Suicide Squad? No, good. It's fucking great. Really? The new one is- That guy, James Gunn. The new one's way better than the last one. James Gunn is a beast. It's really good. Who who directed the first one? I don't think James Gunn. Snyder? Who was the first one? The first one was kind of whack. Was it Snyder? No? It was kind of whack. I didn't watch it. The first one's kind of whack. I, I didn't, didn't like it. it. But, but the, the second one's new legit. one is amazing. That it's guy is talented, fun. bro. I think he's the guy that did Guardians of the Galaxy. Exactly. And he got canceled. Yeah. Because he had a bunch of tweets about jokes. like it, yeah, jokes. Pedophile jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Like from ten years ago. But they collected all of them. That's the thing. Like if you collect everything over a decade and put oh, yeah. it all together on like one image, yeah. it looks wild. Yeah. But if you space it out with everything else you tweeted. But they eventually rehired him. Because the motherfucker was undeniable. He he went and play, he played for the ops. I think he did a DC movie. Mm. And then they're like, and it was nice. So they were like, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're not allowed. Is that what he did? He did a DC movie. What movie was that? You got to talk in front of that microphone. So yeah. I, I don't. I don't. Yo, have Jamie, you used to know shit, dog. I what he happened, was a bro? Professional. You got that Pfizer. <laughs> Yo, you got that no, Pfizer. He got Jamie. Natural immunity, bro. Oh, he's got natural strong immunity? natural immunity. Really? Actually, Suicide Squad is a DC movie. That's what it was. Yeah, because he's O. Jamie. Yeah, you're O. O H. You're O H. 
I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you, North Korea can't be worse than Ohio, man. Facts. <laughs> I'm being right, dead right. serious, right. dog. I'm be, you haven't been to Ohio lately. I've been to Ohio all the time. How often you go to Ohio? Once or twice a year. Okay. It's been two years, though. It's been two years, Joe. Oh, wow. It's, it's, it, listen, bro. It's been two years, dude. What if you think there? guys are running Something around in thongs and years? shit with knives out here in Austin, see what's happening <laughs> in Ohio, bro. Doug. The guy with the thongs seems like he's just having a good time. He's probably in a band. He was having a great time. Well, you were in Cleveland. That's different. I was in. No, do I you like know? Cleveland. No, Cleveland's fine. Cleveland's great. You know the craziest place that I went to in America? Um, St. Louis. Yeah? That was the first time that I saw poverty in America that I didn't know that we had. I, I was like blown away. I was baffled. I, I was on my way to the airport and I just saw a neighborhood and I was like, if you make it out of this neighborhood, that is the greatest accomplishment that a human being could possibly do. I mean, no, like the guy who was driving me used to own a Domino's in the neighborhood, got shot four times because they were just robbing the fucking Domino's. So the neighborhood is so dangerous, it can't support commerce. And when there's no commerce, there's no jobs. So there's nothing. The gas stations were closed. It was Sunday. Church wasn't open. Things boarded up. I mean, it was unbelievable, the level of poverty. And I was just like, oh, okay, okay. Things are going on here. Oh. Things are going on here that are like, uh, it's just incredible, incredibly different. How do you fix that? Bro, you can't. If it's so dangerous. Yeah. Like, the delivery guys were getting shot all the fucking time. Mm. Like, if you can't put money into it. Like, if there's no opportunity, there's no place where a kid can work when he's 16, you know, or a kid can get a job when he finishes high school. Like, how do you fix that? Did you see that all the cops in Chicago turned their back on the mayor? Lightfoot? Lori Lightfoot? Yeah. How is she not Native American, bro? That name would be fire. Right? Lori Lightfoot? Right. Dude. That's a good point. That's I think. I think she yeah. would go with that. She could be in, like, one of them superhero movies. As like some crazy North yes. Native American superhero character. Yes, right? I like that. Yeah. Okay, but what happened? So the cop said, "Nah." Well, you know, a female cop who just gave birth like uh, two months ago. She's uh, just got off maternity leave. She got gunned down, and uh, Lori no. Lightfoot gave some terrible, terrible speech about it. What'd she say? It's a terrible statement. Like very unsupportive. It was uh, find a statement. Because it, it was disgusting. It was like, uh, we've got a problem with uh, with gun violence. Mm. And, uh, you know, we also have a problem with the police, but we have a problem with gun violence. Like, it was mm. very dismissive of this lady who got gunned down in cold blood. You see that video? There's a video this last week or two weeks ago of uh, there was some sort of a fender bender. And people got in an argument. They pulled this guy out of the car and they shot him and the wife in the face, like right in front of everybody. Where is on this? The street, Chicago. Or Chicago's wild. wild. Chicago's wild. Wild. And right now, now it's starting to kind of creep into where uh, the white folks live. Oh, really? And now all of a sudden it's a problem. Oh, when is people it? are getting shot on, what's that main street in Chicago? The Loop or something yeah. like that? The Western Loop or whatever it is? Like when, when that's when there's real problems. People getting shot in the Loop? Or there's you like, like to move those things around, don't you? Yeah, always. It makes a lot of noise. Why? Does it bother people? It does. They get upset. Oh, people you do that thing mic. where you like you mute it. You mute it? No, you press like a button over here you when you're coughing and shit. It's just like you have a tick. Yeah. You like want to walk in. I don't like sitting still, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't like sitting still, tell. Doc. I don't like I it, dude. Tell. I, I do it for down, a living. You like to cross your legs and move around. And... Dude, I get excited. I'm having fucking black rifle coffee. Yeah. Like, you decide to give me this. There's a lot of caffeine in this. 300 milligrams. I was chilling. I was relaxed. These are veterans. They don't give a fuck. 
They don't. They're wild people. Yeah. 300 milligrams, they're like, let's go. Yeah. What's this guy's name again? Evan Hafer? Evan. Yeah. Okay, it's wild. Yeah. Okay, well, what were we saying? Um, COVID's not real, I think you said? Yeah, COVID. You were saying COVID's not real? No, 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 and you it, said that. No, it it said, makes you gay. It makes you gay. COVID does make you gay, though. 100%, dude. You're shoving things in different parts of your body you never thought you would. <laughs> COVID will get you poked up, bro. So uh, you're in town for, uh, you're doing San Antonio, what no, are you doing? doing Dallas, Dallas? And, uh, and Houston there. Dallas and Houston? Yeah. What are you doing down there? Which clubs? Uh, I'm doing the uh, Toyota Music Factory in Dallas. Nice. And uh, the uh, Bayou Music Center in uh, Houston. Oh, those are good spots. Yeah, yeah, yeah Those yeah, are good yeah. spots. I've done both of those. Yeah. I did the Bayou. It's a great spot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Some of the, I think I was talking to who said they, they saw you do a show there. It was fucking, it's fucking crazy. fucking fun, man. Yeah, I'm excited, Houston's man. Houston's fun. But Dallas is fun, too. Yeah. I love it here, man. Texas is the shit. Yeah. I found my spot. You think so? Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. not sold on Austin. You don't have to be. <laughs> There's plenty of people here. Come visit occasionally. <laughs> no, no. I'm shooting a special here. Yeah. Uh, I was going to do it in, in uh, L.A., but I just couldn't trust that they would keep the shit open. I have a show there September 11th. Canceled. At uh, the Forum. I have no idea if it's going to happen yeah. or not. You just They're going to force everybody to take the jab before they get in there. Yeah. Which makes no sense. Yeah. Like what New York is doing, you have to be vaccinated. Yeah. Okay, but well, you're still spreading it. Yeah. Like, talk to Timmy. Yeah, I know. Poor fucking Vaccinated guy. and sick. Yeah. I know 13 people now. He's number 13. They have been people. vaccinated and yeah. got it. I read this article with like, we have no idea how how leaky these v- vaccines are, meaning how many people who get yeah. vaccinated still catch it. Like, well, let me give you some data. What if like, but Timmy's a bigger guy. Like, yes, uh, that's that's why it scares me. Because okay. I know a lot of people that were small that got it. That, okay, that that's healthy. the thing. So Smaller you're small folks. in shape. What yeah. about the, what if the lambda comes through? What if that well, lambda, the lambda comes through? Let's find out if that is the case. Is that supposedly true that it yeah. doesn't? You know, one thing, here's interesting, a uh, bunch of people I was around got the COVID, and uh, I didn't, but I did have a day where I was feeling kind of weird. Yeah, and you bullied it out of you. Um, I worked out, and I was like, oh, something feels odd. So I just got like a light sweat. I've done this twice now. Okay. But this time afterwards, uh, I got blood work done, like a week or so afterwards, and uh, my level of monocytes was elevated. What's that? That's, uh, it's, it indicates you fought off a viral infection. So you. So I had it at the door, and the bouncer's like, "Not today, bitch. Not today." And you think that's the peptides? I think it's a lot of things. Um, peptides, I'm sure, help. I think testosterone replacement therapy helps. I think uh, staying. Are you on TRT? Fit. Oh yeah, so, I oh, got to yeah. get on this shit. I talked to you about this on the podcast. You were like, "You were going to get on it." Lambda is mutations that are concerning, but this variant remains quite rare in the U.S. despite being around for several months. Yeah, well, these people sneak it in at the border. Mm. They're just letting them in. It's difficult to know for certain how transmissible Lambda Lambda is and how well the vaccines work. So far, it seems the Lambda is more transmissible than the original. Where's it from? Can we ask that? Or is that Lambda? It's from Lambda. It's from Lambda. Uh, It's definitely definitely from the land of Lambda. Where is it? Peru. Peru? Okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. What is the deal with people that go through the the border? Yeah. Because I was watching this video where someone was showing me a line of family members that were in cars waiting to pick up people that were released from detainment centers after they had crossed the border illegally. So Asylum. In America. Yeah. Is it all people that 
receive asylum? If they're saying they're seeking asylum, and I guess maybe they could prove that they are. How many people are allowed to come through that have asylum, and do they test those people? I have no clue. I uh, bet, yeah. I bet they they don't. don't. So you think that lambda's coming through the border? Um, I think if you get enough people coming through the border and you don't test them, yeah. it just makes sense that some of those people are probably sick with all kinds of stuff. That's kind of interesting because like, I think in order to come into America, you need to have a COVID test, a negative COVID test. Like if you're coming from Europe, right. you need to have negative COVID If you're COVID coming test. legally. So if you're coming illegally, you don't think that they test them in any way? I don't think they do. I mean, Let's that's find ridiculous. Out. Jamie? I think it is ridiculous. Yeah. But I, I remember watching a politician talk about, it might have been our governor, Greg Abbott. He might have been talking about Man, wheels. If they're coming oh, illegally, how would they test them? Well, no, well they do like have them in like, detainment hey, They get scooped. Oh, those, they get oh, scooped. Okay, but you. they got to test them in there because- I don't think they do. I mean, that'd be crazy. Let's Joe. let's ask. Yeah. Do they test illegal uh, immigrants when they capture them and put them in detainment centers? Capture is a bad word, right? It is, but it is a bad word, but it's more fun. But if they have to be a fugitive to be captured, these people are just folks trying to get a better life. That is true. That is true. But if you were going to go out that day, do you want to like detain folks trying to get a better life or capture people? Like if that was your job and you were getting like psyched up. Capture. Capture because it makes you feel like you're doing a good thing. Babe, I got to go. I got to go capture some guys. You're not a piece of shit. It's just trying to stop folks from having a better life. The the Tacoma Processing Center does test people. The Tacoma, Washington? I mean, I just typed in. That's that's the fucking Washington State. Yeah, that's Canadians. They're catching Canadians. I understand that. Canadians don't even have COVID. Yeah, But the border just opened there also. In Tacoma? No, the northern border just opened. Tacoma and Idaho. Right, the nor- northern border. Oh, yeah, border. they've had Canada yeah, but locked the, the, down, The bro. border that people are concerned about, the last thing they're concerned about is Canadians coming to America. I know, but don't people come in through the Canadian border when it was <clears> open? <throat> they go to Mexico, because or Mexicans, they've, I've heard, go up to Canada and come down through the northern border. They probably did in the past, but I believe it's very difficult to even fly into Canada up until... Yeah, these people don't have the money to fly. The, like, they're not doing yeah. international flights. Yeah, they're you know? walking through a river, Jamie. I, yeah. I just typed in You're testing so at detainment center, and that's the first story just, that popped up. I find you so offensive. Offensive. Right. The, the, your insensitivity to these people and their plight. Yeah. You're a real. He goes, he goes straight yeah. to the whitest place in the world. Tacoma, Washington. Washington. State. Disgusting, bro. <laughs> Tacoma's not state. Really disgusting, dude. Uh, Tacoma's. Real... Uh, that comedy club out there is supposed to be really fun. It's great. I did it. Yeah, yeah. I did it back in the day. I've only worked Tacoma once. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of the Northwest. You're not? No. Portland, oh. I think, might be the worst city on the planet. <gasps> yeah. I would blow up Portland. I'd gladly blow up Portland. Is it because of Antifa? No, that, no, I actually it? like them. <laughs> Anybody doing destruction to Portland, I support. 100%. What bothers you so much about Portland? Just some fucking cunt in a restaurant was one really lady. mean to me. It was one lady, and then the rest of them are just soggy. They're just like they are. It's like white people need fucking like religion or something. Dude. They, they need just, sun. They have. They need sun. There's no sun. There's no like check on them. There's no like at least like there's no sun in fucking Boston. But at least you got like God looking down. Like hey, can you kind of be fucking decent? You yeah, know but what I mean? There's plenty of sun in Boston in comparison oh, to they? Seattle. Yeah, it's not that bad. Well, I, whatever I they need, there. they need some bad. shit. They need some fucking shit because it's just like rude, depressed, like. And weirdly enough, the comedy crowds there are great because I think those are the people that are like, yeah, it sucks here. Just make us laugh, please. Yeah. But like the average dude, I, I went into this fucking restaurant. It was me and the boys, and um, they didn't have any like seating. So I asked the lady behind the counter I, who worked there. I was like, "Hey, could you uh, could you recommend another place for us to go eat? You know, some seating or something like that." And she was uh, she was uh, yeah, sure. Do you have a phone? And I go, "Yeah." I take out the phone. She's like, uh, "Google it." 
Whoa. She's trying to be snarky. I mean. That's a lack of vitamin D. That's what that is. She's is depressed. that? Yeah. I mean, unbelievable you could treat another human like that. Yeah. Right? I'm just asking you. I'm just asking for a favor. Yeah. And it was just like, yeah, just fucking a lot everybody. I like, think it's okay to be a cunt. Yeah, it's not okay. No. It was just rude. No, and I had no comeback nice to. to her. I was super nice. Hey, could you recommend? I'm in your city. You know, you come to New York. Mm-hmm. I want you to have a good time. You know, I'm right. going to say, I'm going to be a good ambassador of the city. Yeah. Set up a reservation for you somewhere. Tell you where to get a good slice of pizza, you know? Right. Can you recommend another story? Look it up on your phone. Just Google it. That's what she said. Wow. And I was so caught off guard, I had no comeback. And I just fucking slumped and walked out like a bitch. And I think I didn't like that about myself either. Oh, so now you hate Portland. I, yeah. Mm. It's probably a decent place. It's like if you get beat up somewhere in high school, you never want to go back. Never want to go back. Yeah. But I will go back and just trash it. Mm. Yeah, it'll be fun. Do you ever work there? Yeah, I was working there. But do you ever go back since then? I will. And you're going to fuck with them? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Their mayor is the most useless mayor of all time. What's he, the deal? He's hilarious. He was supporting Antifa. Oh, and he would go on the street it. with them, and yeah. he would he would go march with them, and and then they started tear gassing his house and fucking lighting his apartment building on fire. He had to move, and then finally, now he turned the other way, and he's like, "Turn these people in, turn them into the cops." I'm like, "Bitch, you defunded the cops. Yeah, like you were on their side, stupid." Yeah, he's like super progressive, and they're like, "Not progressive enough. We want." your resignation yeah because you can't these people are not being reasonable there's not a discussion to be had they want to burn it to the ground that's the thing they're they, losers that's the thing they don't get is like people think they want change they don't want change they want to complain people like complaining there's well, a lot these of value people in have had no success in their life yeah. ever yeah so they see yeah. structures they see courthouses they see the mayor's apartment building mm-hmm. they want to burn it all to the ground mm-hmm. they're all these dumpy losers that look like bowling pins with hats yeah. on. They're gross people. Yes. And they want to light everything on fire. This is how I felt. Yeah. The whole time I was there. Yeah. Keep going. This is great. Nope. Like horrible yeah. posture. Nobody there has a good posture. I had a buddy of mine. This is a funny story. Yeah. Who uh, moved there and he was teaching jujitsu. Uh-huh. He was running uh, 10th Planet Portland. And uh, I went there to do a show, and I go, how do you like it here? And he goes, dude, I fucking love it. I go, really? I go, the, the rain doesn't bother you? He goes, no. He goes, not at all, man. I fucking love it. I, I really enjoy it here, man. He goes, the people are really cool. Everything's really green. I think it's a great trade-off. I'm like, wow, interesting. You know, hang out with him at my show. Then I see him a year and a half later in L.A., and I go, what are you doing here, man? He goes, I couldn't take it anymore. The yeah. fucking rain was killing me. I go, you son of a bitch. I go, you are selling it. You are selling it yeah. because you were trying to sell yourself. Yeah. So you're trying to suck me into yep. it. That drives me nuts. Because mm. when, when I tell somebody I like something, mm. I've considered it mm. deeply. Mm. De- like if I tell someone I love Austin, I fucking love this place. You love it. I'm not lying. You I love lo- it. Love, I've never felt more at home. Really? I slip right in like a glove. Okay. Snap. Okay. Perfect. Mm. Love it here. Restaurants are amazing. People are friendly. Great comedy. You could do everything you want here. There's could be plenty of jujitsu. Tidy up a little. It could be tidied up a little bit. Well, every place could be tidied up a little today. This one could be New a little Yorker. bit more tidied up. How about you, New Yorker? New York is clean, How about bro. That New place? York is clean, bro. Yeah. Well, they New got York rid of clean. all the tents in front of the courthouses out here today, or uh, a couple days ago. That's what all I'm down about. Cesar Chavez. They cleaned all the tents. Tidying up. They're putting those folks in hotels. Yeah. The the uh, the mayor. Is actually implementing plans. I like. He's this. actually trying to make. He said that's his number one uh, prerogative in the next year and a half that he's in office is to clean up the homeless problem. He's like, he goes, there's like two, three thousand homeless people. He goes, that's workable. He yeah. goes, when it gets to where L.A. is, 
Yeah. Why so fucked. many here? I don't understand it. They all come here? It's a good spot. It's a good place to be. There's other places you, in you Texas. Can beg. They're progressive. This is a progressive city. Okay. Very open-minded city. Yeah, because they're, they're kind. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Not yeah, a bad yeah. place to be homeless. Yeah. Yeah. Found, uh, here. found a, a group, vera.org, that says they're studying the testing at ICE detention centers, and uh, they're not doing a lot, apparently. Of course. But they're not sharing the information. They're not sharing what they're doing. I rather, let me rephrase that. They're not of sharing course, what they're because doing. because there's so many people that are positive. I guarantee you. Well, that's, yeah, the first test they did, almost half the people they tested were. Uh, <laughs> so they did one test yeah. in May of 2020. ICE reported having tested 2,781 people in its custody with 1,461 <laughs> positive deaths and just 60 of more than the 200 yeah. facilities. So yeah. they're letting in. So Greg Abbott, the governor, the great governor of the state of Texas, yeah. was correct. Yeah. They're letting in thousands and thousands of people who are positive yeah. with COVID. Now, are they holding them there until they're negative? That's what no. the next part says that uh, by day 60, 20% of the people will have contracted it. So if they didn't have it, they're going to get they're it. They're going to get it. Oh, so they're all and together. even if you're negative when you get it day one, you're going to get it because you're connected to all these people. Yeah. They're shoved into these rooms I mean, that's where they're trying great, to stop people from filming it. That's a have great you seen argument. that? They're trying to stop them from filming it. Yeah. Like Ted Cruz was down there. They said, you can't film this. And he goes, you can't just tell me what I can and can't film. Yeah. But the Biden administration doesn't want to be connected to holding kids in cages the way the Trump administration <sighs> yeah. was. But the yeah. Trump administration at least let people go down there and film it and complain about it. Yeah. Whereas the Biden administration is like, well, we don't see it. We don't see it. It's not happening. They, they won't let you film it. Who do you think is making the decisions in the Biden administration? Some fucking masked Marvel that lives in the basement. Like it's, it's the the bankers. It's the. It's not Biden. Special interest. No, it's not a chance. Well, 106 percent of Americans have been vaccinated. We're in 380 billion people. Legend, bro. He's Legend. out of his mind. I love it when he says numbers because I it's know it's amazing. Gonna be crazy. Anytime there's numbers, I, my ears perk up. Like go for it. Go, go for, for it. it. Go, go for, for it. it. All two billion Americans have been vaccinated. We're like, let's go. He said more than 106 percent of Americans have been vaccinated. That's not even possible. You fuck. I love it. I love it. I love it. Let's go. Oh, he's so Just run. He's so lost and people go well you have to understand he stutters it's so clear it's so clear you guys are so full of shit yeah. you're so partisan you're yeah. so pro-democrat yeah. you you wanted trump out so bad you voted a man on death's door he's got yeah. one foot on a skateboard and one you're on a banana peel fucking corpse. what is he saying unvaccinated so we have to get more people vaccinated go it from the beginning jamie of the unvaccinated. So we have to get more people vaccinated. I said, well over, what's the number again? I remind myself, 350 million Americans have already been vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're doing fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please report the past week we've seen the f of the unvaccinated. Yeah, talk you, to Tim uh, Dillon, bro. Do you remember when? Uh, do you remember when uh, he said he you was talking stogies? about like? Uh, light him up, let him up. Yeah, I had a little drink of tequila actually. Oh, yeah, so let's do it. I actually brought some for you. What are you? Oh, you brought tequila? Son, you fucking it's your animal. birthday, bro. Let's drink out Come of these on. cups. Let's do it, dude. Uh, I got cigars with my face on them. Pow! Oh, I want a Joe Rogan yes. experience. I'll get cigar. you a box, please. I'll get you a box. Actually, that'd be great. These are from uh, Foundation Cigars. Shout out to them. Okay. Okay. Okay, man. You got tequila? You're a tequila guy? Yeah, if I can just fucking open it. No, I like tequila, man. 
Here, I'll snip that one for you. You can take that one. Oh, thank you, dude. Switch? Yeah. Which one? This one? No, you get just snipped that one. Thank you. Uh, are you what off kind the of weed? You got? Am I off the weed? What no. am I, a communist? No. <laughs> you fucking want me to be miserable? <laughs> Bro, no, this, I is, love weed. this is Sundays. I love these fucking guys. Oh, okay. I met this guy at Waco. Oh, did you really? I was surfing with him. Oh, the, the, the work, Waco yeah. place. Yeah, and they gave me, uh, here, try that. And they gave me, um, I feel like I'm cheating up. on Ron. Ron White. Oh, we it's all good, Ron. Number one. It smells good. I like a very plain bottle. Dude, it's plain. Yeah. I love it. Very simple branding. Simple. I always tell him, I was like, I feel like I'm walking down like a random beach after a long night of partying. You know that scene in like a movie where it's just one guy with his shirt unbuttoned and there's just a glass bottle old school style. Pour yourself some of that. Gang. Okay. Cheers, my brother. Cheers, brother. Okay. To Italy. To Italy. Hmm. Okay. Woo! We lighten these up? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Tequila is always tequila. Yep. You know? How do I do this? Oh, okay. That's it. Now, why I mean, did you do the cut in like that? Why did you do oh, like, it's, the it's Pac-Man like this thing? this one that does it. This okay. thing, it's built in. I like it that way. I feel like you get more. Mm. You get a better pull. You know? Mm. That's good. Mm. Mm. There we go. That's a good fucking cigar, right? That's a nice cigar. Now, I, I'll be honest. I'm a complete fraud. I don't know anything about cigars, but... I know very little. I know what I like, but I don't know shit about, like... Yeah, I've talked to people, and they try to explain to me the blends. It's a Connecticut leaf on the wrapper, and... <clears throat> why, I know it they taste good. Why is it that Cuban cigars are, like, the elite cigars? It's a type of soil. The soil in this one particular area, but a lot of the Cubans that used to grow in this one particular era, area, they left and they went to Dominican Republic and right. they went to Nicaragua. And there are some people, I don't know enough to tell you if this is true. There's some people that swear that what the mystique of Cuba, you know, there's still cigars that are amazing that come from Cuba. He said, but they're just as good from Nicaragua mm. and from Dominican Republic. But it's just... The idea of like getting something you can't get. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like, you know, like uh, there's uh, wealthy Chinese people yes. that want to drink um, rhino horn tea. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, a yeah. thing. Like I, we have rhino horn. Please come into my study and drink rhino horn. And I was like, wow, we are gangsters. We are fucking capitalists. <laughs> We're pillaging. We're out here eating endangered species. I like how you did an English accent. We have rhino horn. Yeah. Well, I was gonna why do a Chinese is it you accent, can't do that? What, a Chinese accent? Well, like, why are there certain accents that you're allowed to do? Well, how can you say not? Englishman, but you can't say Chinaman? Why can't you say Chinaman? Because it's bad. No, if he's a man from China, he's, he's an a Irishman. He's an Irishman? No problem at all. No yes, Irish people get offended. Yes. Say, look at that fucking Chinaman. <gasps> yeah. Whoa. You say, I, look at that fucking Irishman. You're like, yeah, look at him. Look at him go. I always thought that way about, like, tranny. Because mm -hmm. right. we say tranny for transmission, mm -hmm. right? So it's like I don't understand why it's a bad word. Like cabby, it, cab driver, cabby, cab driver. It's just shortened. Yeah, the I don't think it should that, be like, hateful. You need to treat it with respect. But here's the thing about all those things. If, if but the you, accent, explain the accent thing to me. Like, why can I make fun of an Italian? Why can I do? You can't like, do Chinese. I could, but I can do Jamaican. You can do Jamaican. Yeah, and that's a different race, right? But you can't do black. Like black American. You can't do because, racist. yeah, because it's implying like 
all black people talk like that. Are you implying all Jamaicans talk like that? Well, all Jamaicans have a Jamaican accent. Yeah, man. I don't know if it's like that. Jamaican accent is like universally <laughs> okay. Yeah. For even white people. White to, people can to, do it. You can do it. What are, I think that you can do Mexican still. I think you can do yeah. Mexican accent still. Yeah, but you can still Asian, do it. for whatever reason, has become racist. Yeah. Indian, I think, is borderline. Like, you can kind of do it, but it's like getting there. I think what if you about, like wobble uh, your head, it's fucking, bad. fucking, they pulled it off of The Simpsons. What? Apu. Apu. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And my Indian friends tell me that they think that's ridiculous. Like, that he was actually a really- um, Positive character. Positive character. Like, he owned a business. Like, my boy Akash, I do the podcast with, you know, mm -hmm. Akash. And he was like, yeah, it's absurd. Like, I White finally saw guilt. someone who looked like me. That's the thing. Like, stop doing this shit for people that don't ask for it. Yeah. Like, white exactly. people are trying to be fucking good people, <laughs> and these different groups are not asking for it. It's like, I think that's the best art. You know how they say, like, you need diversity in the boardroom or whatever like that. Only so white people stop being so fucking white about it. Right. Like, it But here's the problem. If you get diversity in the boardroom, everybody's looking to move up. And unscrupulous people would recognize the, the fear and the, the opportunity. And they'll take advantage of it and say, I'm offended. You know, I, I think there should be more diversity on this board. I think there should be more representation. Mm. Why is there not more representation at the elite levels of executive? And then all of a sudden they get a promotion. <laughs> and then they find themselves complaining their way to the top. You can kill There's your a way lot to the of top. That. In, in corporate world today, mm. in a lot of corporate worlds today, yeah, yeah. they have to address diversity. Because they're busy, they're busy polluting rivers in Ecuador. Like, <laughs> they they got to distract you. So like, look at all the lesbians we hired. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true, dude. It's a smoke screen. It's a full smoke it's screen. It's a smoke screen. Do you think Halliburton with a fucking uh, rainbow flag? Yeah. Do you think they give yeah. a fuck? Yeah. The fuck out of here. They just paint the missiles rainbow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not we're gay delivered. weddings. We're blowing up. <laughs> it's just straight Yo, patriarchal weddings. We're we're using they're using rainbow missiles in Yemen yeah. because yeah, those dude, people have traditionally been anti-homosexual. <laughs> Because confetti when it hits. Dude, can we talk about how, like, when you get an invite to, like, a Yemenite wedding, like, you got to love that person. Right. You got to be safe. No, no. Like, that's a, like, yeah. you got to want to go. Like, yeah. you're not yeah. a plus one it's, at a Yemeni wedding. Dude. Right. Like. Oh, well, it, I think the problem is driving to the wedding party, too. Because like, there's always a, a convoy of, yeah. like, off-road vehicles. And then, like, why take a chance? Do you think that they Shh. were part of that? Because they were like, I just don't want to invite everybody to the wedding. Like, well, Mama, can you just blow up a few of these? And then, like, uh, now I don't have to invite my second cousins and shit? Because, <laughs> like, I'm, pl <laughs> I'm planning a wedding now. Oh, my God. And it's, the, the list is tough. It keeps going up. My girl's stressing me. Mm. And, you know, I don't have the luxury that the Yemeni people have where they get to just say, you probably don't want to come. It might blow up. Right, right. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Dude, do you know that like the number of people that were killed <laughs> How many during, just during the Obama administration mm. that were innocent mm. that, by drones? He was the GOAT. Yeah. Drone strike GOAT, I dude. think Trump Steph might have- Curry with it. Trump might have got close. You think? I think he did. But was it weddings though? It was everything. I mean like- They just blow shit up, man. They it's don't indiscriminate bombing. It's this weird bombing where they like the. Do you know a lot of it is done on metadata? So, like, say if your cell phone, okay, like if your cell phone is in a room, okay, and I know Schultz is in that fucking room. Let's m launch missiles into that room. Like they don't even you don't you could have left your phone on a table in a building. You don't even have to be there, and you leave out the back door. Like you could leave like little decoy phones 
and they know that you've been using that phone, they'll and we blow still up blow the up whole anyway. building. So they'll leave it in a school. They, they'll, they do some of that stuff on purpose. So why don't they do it with their enemies? Why don't you put a phone at somebody's, like if some guy's marrying your childhood crush, like put your fucking cell phone with I them. I bet they do. Kaboom. I bet people have done that, but what they have done is done it with schools and hospitals, where they've, yeah. they've left metadata in schools and hospitals so that they could use them as martyrs, and they could say, look, oh. and this is one way you can get people, they'll recruit people to the Taliban or to ISIS. Um, yeah. The Yemeni people are interesting. They own uh, the bodegas in Brooklyn, a lot of oh, them. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and they are some tough motherfuckers. You have to be. You do not fuck with Yemen, because they're kind of hood with it too. Like they've came, they came to America, and the culture that they experienced was like Brooklyn hood culture, mm. right? So yeah. it's like, and they open it anywhere. The Brownsville, it doesn't matter. Like they will go into wildest neighborhoods, open that shit up, mm. and not give a fuck. So I, I do you remember Prince Nassim Hamed? Of course, was Yemen. he Yemenite? Yeah. There was another guy that fought out of New York. I'm forgetting his fucking name. I'm pretty he sure. Recently, he mm. fought Kodo. Oh, do you remember that kid? Yes. Um, I'm forgetting his name, but I didn't know Nassim Hamed was... I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he's from Yemen. What a legend that guy was, man. What a fucking talent. What a fucking... And what a style. Yeah. The dancing, the hands low, and he would leap at you with fucking flying uppercuts and take your head off. Yeah. And then he got exposed as he started to fight the Mm -hmm. more technical guys. I think Barrera was the first guy that really... But, But he was... He was so brilliant, and he's the reason why these these uh, 135 pound guys can make millions. He's, Without him, he's born to Yemeni parents, but he's not from there. Yeah, he's oh. from England, but still yeah. culturally. Yeah, yeah. But um, but he was so brilliant, man. I remember I would always watch boxing with my pops. My dad was uh, I mean, he's a big boxing man, but he would go to like cover boxing. He used to work for uh, NBC back in the day, oh. and uh, producing producing the news and he would go to like Ali's camp and shit and like you know he'd go to all these camps and it was it was so he was a big boxing fan and um I remember watching fights with him we would watch Hamed he fought who did he fight he fought Barrera was that Kevin when Kelly. I remember the Kelly fight at Madison Square Garden yeah. he finished Kelly mm-hmm. and Kevin Kelly was nice he had that like style where he would kind of like shake his gloves mm-hmm. southpaw Kevin Kevin was the first guy to give him real problems yeah he clipped him yeah but uh, he was just so athletic. Oh, man, could crack. Yeah. God, he could crack. Yeah. He had crazy power. And it was all from the legs, man. His legs were like tree trunks. Yeah. He comes like Pacquiao has a lot, of, a lot of that. He's got tree trunks. What do you think about the that? The fucking Errol Spence fights. I know. Oh, here he is. Look at him. Look yeah, at this look, shit, man. Yeah. He was so just a fun to watch, man. Just... He was so fun to watch. He had those crazy leopard skin pants. Look, he kisses biceps. Yeah. I mean, and look he had at no this. biceps. I mean, the thing is, too, like, the guy would knock everybody the fuck out, and he didn't look like a KO artist if you looked at his body. But, like, look at his style. Mm. Like, look at that. Yeah. The leaping in with the punches. I mean, it's wild look, that's shit, the thing that's, that's super rare about him and also rare about Pacquiao. It's like, usually guys that bounce in and out like that can't crack. Yeah. But he was the wildest, man. Look at the dancing yeah. and everything. Just he was beautiful. so fun to watch, man. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting. Boxing's in an interesting place. It is. It's an interesting place. I like what I like what Logan and Jake are doing. I'm very bummed out at this uh, Pacquiao fight. Well, he's fighting oh, the uh, who is he Ugas. fighting? Yeah. He's going to fight Ugas. But yeah, the Spence thing. So still he will really be fun to watch Pacquiao fight. Yeah, of course, it'll still be fun. But you want to see him go up against that Earl young Spence. blood. And Errol Spence is a fucking monster, bro. He's very, very good. He is great. Did you see that Ferrari crash that he was in, bro? That was unbelievable. Wild. No seatbelt saved him. That's right. No seatbelt saved him. He That's got launched right. out of the car. That's right. It's better for some reason if you get launched out. Depends on where your head lands. 
That's true. But yeah, I've heard this before. Like they also said this. Like uh, sometimes the drunk people end up living because they're so relaxed. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so no seatbelt and you watch the video of the crash. Drunk. Yeah, the crash is wild. This is Look it. This. Yeah, watch this. Ay yay yay. Yeah. So he Joe. he just fell off. Well, that looks like blood, doesn't it? Oh my Jesus god. Jesus Christ! Watch that again. Oh Ooh. my god, dude. Yeah, I mean, unreal. So I guess he has a detached retina, they're saying. Yeah, I wonder what it's from. You think it's from this? Sparring, probably. I think, they, I think he got clipped sparring. This. First of all, how do you get a, what did he have, 458 or 488? Ferrari 488? How do you not learn how to drive when you have one of those? How about learn how to drive, bro? Have you bought anything new, car-wise? Oh, yeah. Talk to me. Oh, yeah. Talk to me. Uh, I have a Gunther Works Porsche. It's a mm. all-carbon fiber. 1995-993 with a 450 horsepower engine. It's super light because it's all carbon fiber. Okay. Most, the most aggro car I've ever had. It's wild. It's a wild car. It's all air-cooled, and there's no sound deadening in it at all. Yeah. So it's like, brah, brah. Love it. It's <laughs> wild. It's a wild car. That's it right there. That's my car. I spiraled when I was in Miami, and I bought yeah, a. Thing, uh, Look at that thing. Yeah, it's beautiful. Gaze. Gaze yeah. upon that. The wide the body. Hips. The hips. Yeah. Are yeah. Yeah, it's gorgeous. I just stare at it sometimes, like for yeah, hours. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Like I'll sit down in my garage and just stare at it. Yeah. No, that's yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, when I was in Miami, I I, uh, I started looking at these old speedsters. These oh old, like yeah. The, yeah. And the worst uh, is doing a new speedster. Can I see? Oh yeah, they just did the first what one. What year though? 993, it's 1990s, you know, like I think the last of the 993s was like 95 or 96. Okay. Okay. So but it's a I'm talking about like 57, 58, 59. Son. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. How dare you just call it beautiful? It's beautiful Can, car. Click on that. Let me get some other angles of that bitch. See there you go. Look at that. Mm. Look at that. God damn, that's beautiful. My thing is, that's a wild-looking beast. All carbon fiber, too. The thing about these things is, uh, look, my Tesla yeah. is faster than all these things. Yeah. All these things. But. It's different. It's that's different. That's tactile. That thing, you feel everything. You feel, you, you but like, isn't you the can Tesla place the wheels. A, Tesla's like a Honda Accord. Like, no, no, no. It no, is, no, bro. It's a rocket ship. It looks like a Honda Accord. Have you driven one? Yes. What when would you drive? The uh, uh, not the biggest four door three. I guess it was Model a three. three. My boy Alex yeah. has one. Okay, and uh, we actually drove to Boston and uh, slept on the way because he did this thing where I don't even know if you should, but like you can hang something off of the steering wheel because oh, you need to show job. that you because have someone like someone walks in front of the car, then they die. And... Well, if you're on a highway, ideally you're not walking unless we're in fucking Austin. A guy in a thong is or running around with a knife on a unless fucking highway. Someone is trying to escape from the ice in Boston. They don't want to get tested. Exactly. <laughs> Those big camps in Boston where they're keeping all the fucking <laughs> they Portuguese. Got him in <laughs> so, but yeah, it was just like it's nice, but it's also so you guys a Honda both Accord. Went to sleep for real? All three of us. Yeah, we went to sleep, and the car just for like drove ten itself. minutes. It just drove itself. Yeah, dangerous. Yeah, yeah, dangerous. Yeah. But cool. I like the self-driving thing. Mm. But if you don't have the self-driving, it's a Honda Accord. That one. Well, I have the S. The S is pretty sweet. It is. Really comfortable. Very okay. nice and smooth inside and very minimalist. I, I love don't know. it. Like, that's a car. The Porsche is a car. That's a ride. Yeah, it also doesn't have that fast one, though. The, the Tesla. Yeah, no, I remember being in it, too. 
You're it's, missing something. Am I? That. Yeah, 100%. He's got know. the X. Oh, He's okay. got the X, which is like a spaceship. Okay. Jamie's got the X. He's got the gull wing doors. They pop up. Uh, it doesn't but go is that as, one that's a little bubbly? It doesn't. His doesn't go as... You're, not, you're missing out on the whole Immediate part. torque yeah, yeah, yeah. And meanwhile, the new one, the yeah. plaid, buries mine. The plaid makes mine look slow. That's one with the steering wheel that's yeah. just the sides. What like a brilliant a, idea. How has nobody done that before? Well, they have, but it's only been like Formula racing cars. I love it. And maybe a few like Paganis or some shit like that, some crazy exotic. That's another thing I got into. 1.9 seconds, 0 to 60. That's great. You know what that is? That's a roller coaster. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. It makes my car, which is preposterous, yeah. seem slow as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I guess for me, it's just something, the way it looks. Like I got I started looking at all these like old vintage cars. I was looking at like, the old Jags and shit, and I'm, I was like- I could see you in an old Jag with one of them long noses. Yeah, the XKs. With, those, with the wire wheels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the yeah, wire yeah. spoke That's wheels. so classy, oh. dude. I bought a fucking, uh, uh, I, well, I bought a replica Speedster. They're building it for me right now. Look at yeah. you. And, um, now we're talking. Speedster just, what? what? Which year? 1958. Oh, Porsche. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. that's a, what is that, a 356? Is that what they are? What is that? 356, that, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that model is, that's a beautiful It's stunning. Car. It's the most beautiful car Who's I've ever seen. Who's making that? Uh, vintage Speedsters. The guys oh. that are in Arizona. And it's a replica. I'm not paying half a million dollars for a fucking, right. I'm not Seinfeld here. Like right. this is, but uh, I just, it was the most beautiful car I've ever seen. And I'm not like super attached to like the culture of cars just yet. But I'm like, this is so fucking stunning. You're gonna, you're wearing an AP watch. We're moving there, we're moving I there. You know what I mean? We're moving there. Things are going well. Look at this. That's oh, yeah. a Testarossa. Yeah, that's a crazy What's car. What's up, virgins? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you drive a Testarossa around? No, that was the the Alexanders out there in Miami would let me take theirs around for this video we were doing, but this was so funny. So that car right there, this is how powerful it's a twelve cylinder, right? That car, you don't need to put the gas, you don't even need to press the gas when you throw it in first gear. It you just need moving? to take off the torque. Hmm. Or take off the brake. Uh, sorry, sorry, clutch. Yeah, yeah. I know nothing about cars. I grew up with a metro car. Oh, okay. so it's a uh, stick shift. Yeah, of course. Thank God the new ones aren't. They really? Don't they don't make them anymore. Not even with the paddles? No. Well, that's not a stick shift, son. Mm. That's a paddle. That's an automatic. Mm. A real car, you put your left foot in, mm -hmm. you put your right hand, put mm -hmm. that fucking car in gear, mm -hmm. and you go like a man. <laughs> what about those F1 cars? Are those not real ones? Listen, they are race cars, but if you want the tactile experience of driving, like, fuck it. Yeah. That's there's shifting yourself is where it's at. Yeah. And Ferrari stopped that. Porsche's the only like exotic car manufacturer that still allows you to buy a manual transmission. Will you race them? Like take them to a track, not really oh, race them, but like yes. and just yes. go. Yes. Yeah, this yeah. is the uh, track of the Americas. What is, that, what, what is it called here? Yeah, Circuit. Circuit of the Americas here. Yeah. Yeah. Tommy Segura took his car out there. Did he? Yeah. He said it's awesome. Yeah. They they teach, teach classes. You can learn how to drift. Oh, a buddy of mine was fire. out there learning how to drift. Uh, yeah. I got really into that F1 mm. during the pandemic. I oh, watched F1's that Drive wild. to Survive. You Look, watch those that cars shit? are moving fast. Yeah. But also, like, the culture behind it. Like, they're mm -hmm. all fucking kids. They're so competitive. Yeah, they're psychos. They're psychos, dude. Yeah, they're psychos. Yeah. It's awesome. Did you see uh, that documentary Senna? Yeah. Ayrton Senna? Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, it was just crazy. It's also so crazy that, like, it's so unfair. It's like baseball. Like, there's one team that's the Yankees, mm -hmm. you know, and then the other teams, they just can't compete. Like, Williams can't compete. So if they get, like, ninth place, they're going crazy. The guy's crying. Really? Right? Yeah, because you finally get points. I guess first top ten teams get, like, points or top ten uh, positions What's the number one team? It was Mercedes, but now Red Bull is fighting. 
for it. And Red Bull is mm-hmm. not obviously a car maker. They make sports drinks, or right. like energy drinks, but they just have so much fucking money and they're just dumping into this. We're talking about hundreds of millions of dollars to make wow. a car. And it's all branding. And so Mercedes it's worth did it, it for, for years. advertising. If you watch that Red Bull car, I, I guess. Have you ever just, seen the difference oh, between that's... a GT car and an F1 car going around the same circuit? No. It's so striking. The Because contra- a GT car is like a 911 GT3, mm-hmm. right? A fast fucking car. But the comparison between one of those going around a circuit and an, there's a video. If you uh, Google uh, GT car versus uh, F1 car comparison. <laughs> but is it top speed that's the no, difference? No, or watch. is it? It's the, like, watch the left. That's GT car. Watch the right. That's a formula car. Look at the difference. Oy, oy, oy. See that? Watch this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you get used to that. Yeah. No, I need like, to that try is, that shit. That is wild shit, man. Yeah. I mean, you have to be fucking wild. What do you think those guys are on? You think they're taking Adderall. amphetamines, Adderall? Have to be. Yeah. Wouldn't you? I would. I won't. I don't want. Are die. you on Adderall? No. I've never tried it. Really? No. Best drug I've ever had. Really? Yeah. I never did it until I went to Burning Man, and I fucking loved it. And I oh. did it just to stay up. I was like, let me just be efficient. But it was amazing. Like in a good mood. You let want me to, be like, efficient. Talk to people. <laughs> yeah. I'm at Burning Man. Let me be no, efficient. I, I want to spend. <laughs> I want the whole time. I want to see the sunrise. I want to see the sunset. You know, I'm gonna what have is, to. What a fucking funny statement. I'm here at Burning Man. I want to be efficient. <laughs> I want to do things, Joe. I don't like sitting around. I don't like doing nothing. Okay. I want to be out here. I want to be making shit happen. Do you ever do comedy on Adderall? No. I, I don't even. Would... I don't even drink. Really? Uh, I never drank before I go on stage. I never did. I didn't drink for years. And uh, and I'm glad I didn't. I don't like any crutch. I want to like, feel the nerves. I want to like, feel anxiety. I want to like, fucking feel right. some shit, man. Yeah. Like, it, was, it was a weird thing we were talking about. It's like, <laughs> comedy is, is, is the coolest thing where it's, uh, maybe, I hate making the analogies with like fighting, but this one might make sense. But like, um, if I'm super stressed out with everything else going on in life, I can't wait to be on stage. Because it requires oh, yeah. all of my cognitive ability. Yes. So I don't think about all the other fuck shit that I got to yeah. do. And I wonder if like fighting is kind of similar to that. Like you don't have time to worry about bills. You don't have time to worry about flights or these other things when you're in the middle of a fight or when you're doing comedy or when you're surfing. That was also the same thing. It's like, I got to be ready. Is that a fucking shark? Is there a set coming in? For a lot of people, though, personal problems, they get in the way of comedy and they definitely get in the way of fighting. Like mm. guy, uh, guys who have bad girlfriends. Like I remember, there's this one guy and his girl, and he was a, like an elite fighter. <clears throat> and his girl used to always start fights with him and fuck with him right before fights because she got jealous that he was getting all this attention mm. and that he was putting all this attention on the fight and was ignoring her. So she would act up and flirt mm. with other guys, and he would get mad, and she would storm off. And like, I'm going out, I need to clear my head, you're a fucking asshole, you're ignoring me. And he would go, what the fuck, I got a big fight coming up. And she would leave and start fights, and Who's she this? would not answer. We can't, can't say? No. Okay. But it's not one. There's this is many common. of them. It's a type of gal. It's a type, some fighters pick the type of lady yeah. that is really attracted to the idea of getting attention because she's a fighter's girlfriend. Mm. So it's not just Bro. that they like the guy, but they like the guy because she's because she's now a fighter's a girlfriend celeb. and it gives her like extra clout. Yeah. But those gals, they're the worst when the guy loses. Cuz they'll they'll get on the guy like what the fuck was that? Like that kind of shit. Like what are you doing? Like you got to take your fucking training seriously. 
I got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, leave it's me a alone. part of the sport. Mm. I knock guys out. Sometimes I get knocked out. You're swinging fucking hammers at each other. Yeah. You don't know what you're talking about. You're fucked with my head. I got, I've seen all that. Yeah, I've that's... seen guys in bad relationships and how their Ugh. fucking career starts to... And sometimes they have babies with these chicks. Forget it. And then they're fucked. It's over. Oh. Yeah, we were talking about that yesterday, but like... Because you said you're like, I really love it. You don't post your, your girl, like my fiance, right? And, uh, and people, I don't know, they probably say this with you too. They're like, it, like it's your choice. They can't fathom that our ladies don't care about the fucking attention. Right. They just can't fathom right. that they might not want to go through like the cruelty and scrutiny of the internet when well, they're I not even trying to be famous. Whose girls get mad if they don't post them. Bro, they get mad. Like as if that's the way you show love by sharing you with a bunch of strangers on and the internet. And then they look to see how many likes they got, and then they look to see how no. many new followers they got on their account. Yeah, that's a problem. He posted them. That's a problem. Well, they just they they want. It's a weird world today, yeah, yeah, where so yeah. many people want attention. Yeah, I'm you know? yeah I'm so fucking lucky in that regard. Like she just does not want it. It's beautiful at all. That's beautiful. And it's and and she said it really interesting. She's like, I'm not trying to be famous. So I don't want to deal with the fuck shit yeah. that you have to deal with because you're a public figure. Right. Like they can make fun of your nose, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> say whatever the fuck you want about my nose. Right. Say the fuck you want about my fucking hair, whatever it is. But I'm using this and leveraging this to do shows and to do other things. Right. She's getting her masters. Right. She doesn't need you to comment on her fucking body. Right. So I think that's the smart decision. Why take that on? Well, you know that that thing opposites attract. Like, sometimes they don't, but sometimes they do. Like, sometimes it works. So you get one person who's like this loud extrovert, and then the person who compliments them is calm and controlled and doesn't yeah. need any attention at all, and yeah. it's just cool just reading a book. Yeah. Like, sometimes you're better off yeah. with that kind of balance, like, and that they can appreciate that you're different than them. But I think the big thing in relationships is, like, that one person doesn't try to control the other person. <clears throat> you know that you you let that person be who the fuck they are the worst relationships that I've ever seen is when someone gets involved with the person and they look at them like a project mm, I'm know? gonna fix you I'm gonna change the way he dresses yeah like once one lady one of my wife's friends <clears throat> said about me you let him wear those fanny packs let him let him I want to talk to your fucking husband let him <laughs> yeah, my friend got a gift from his girl and it was like those cards, you know, like, uh, this is good. You turn this in. This is good for a back rub. This is good for this. And one of the cards said, this is good for a morning surfing session. And I'm like, you can't decide if you want to go surfing. Yeah. What is that? Why, like you, why do I have to ask you permission to go surf? But you know, it's like, here's a blow job. Here's whatever. Oh. And you get to put it in. But the idea that like, you couldn't just decide if you want to surf that morning. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. It's a little bit. Ugh. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. How did you? How did you set that up? <clears throat> like, how do you set up with? No, no, with your wife. Like, no. My well, how wife, long have you guys been natural. together? It's our our like vibe together yeah. is a hundred percent natural. Okay, That's when do you works. spend time together? All the time. But like, you today, today after I get out of here. Okay, so you guys will go. We're going to dinner for my birthday. Well, of course, for your birthday. Yeah, we do a lot of. That's a big one. Because we have children. Yeah. We do date nights. I have date nights. Tuesday them. night is date night. I love them. Can't I love do it. Them. 
I sit down, we have a glass of wine, we eat dinner together, we talk and laugh. It makes you closer. It's nice. Phone goes off. Yeah, because we don't travel without the kids really mm. very much. Occasionally I'll do like a Vegas, like I'll take her with me to Vegas for the UFC, but that's like one night. I'll fly in Saturday morning, we'll hang out, we'll go to dinner, we'll go to the fights, and then she'll come back with me. But it's like, you gotta enjoy each other's company. Yeah. And sometimes people don't after a while, and then they stay together, that's and stupid. then they can't wait to get to the golf course. Just let me get the fuck away. Let me so, get away. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like there are certain activities that are built around getting away from your wife. Like golf, I think, is getting away from your wife. Ice fishing. <laughs> right? I'm going to say. No I'm woman. No woman wants go. to do that. She's not going to go. We're just inventing activities yes. to get away from our fucking wives. Bro, she's going to follow me on a golf course. Where's the pond? Is it yeah. frozen over? Yeah. Oh, that's hysterical. Yeah. Yeah, but what is it, a fantasy football draft? Like, yeah. I don't need to be with my boys for a digital event. Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeon. Make it so nerdy that no they, girl they wants to They won't come. They're not even playing Dungeons and Dragons. They're just hanging out drinking Bud Lights. Yes. That's hysterical. Yeah. Oh, what other activities are we doing just to get some free time? Well, some women like hunting, which is really interesting. One of the things I've found out about elk hunting, some guys go hunting with their wives. And their, yeah. Their wives actually enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know if my yeah maybe my I mean, I there's a lot shoots. of chicks out there ice fishing. I'm yeah. sure there's some, but I think ice fishing might be the one because girls golf. Like a mm. buddy of mine and his wife, they golf together. Mm. But like, I think that's one of the reasons why guys like to do the business deal thing on the golf course. You know, this is go, we're, we're doing business we're, on the golf sorry, course. Sorry, babe. There's no way you can come. Yeah, this is business. Do you let your wife come into uh, your shows? Yeah, sure. If you're working out Better. shit in the city, if she wants to. Yeah, uh, but she generally, she likes to come to shows, but I, generally, like, I don't have to, there's not like a let, mm. like, whatever she wants to do, whatever but, you want to do, I like her. No, I know you well, like I her. I love her. I mean, I should say I love her, she got mad, <laughs> <laughs> but I enjoy hanging out with her, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, she's fun. Yeah. We have yeah. a good time. I guess there's certain things like, I don't know, like, if I'm working stuff out, I kind of like to just be in my, I don't even like. My friends coming to shows if I'm working oh, stuff right, out. Oh, right, right, right. I know what you're saying. Yeah, like workout spots. Yeah, like that's different. You know, there's that's a, a different there's a weird thing, thing where in, in you me, need like, to be in your head before yes. you go up to and look at your notes. You can't yeah. be like, do you need a drink? Do I'm not taking drink? care of her, and yeah, I think yeah, there's yeah. a part of me still which is like, I like impressing her. Like I, this is so stupid. I'm I know fucking what you're 37 years old, but sometimes I'll be yeah. doing a set and I'll look over and I'll see if she's laughing. Right. And I think I like that because I'm like, uh, I I want to impress her still. Yeah. I, I want her to find me funny or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. That, but I, I'm looking at this like I've achieved a lot of really cool stuff in my life, and there's still this one person in the crowd that I look over and if she's smiling at the joke, and I feel corny even fucking saying this, but if she's smiling at the joke, I'm like, ah. yeah. It's, but it's know. not corny. It's normal. But it is true. I don't know. It's normal. She's dope. It's normal. But that's the key. You found someone that you really enjoy being with. And yeah. sometimes people don't. They settle or they get accustomed to like these fucking tumultuous relationships where you're constantly fighting. Yeah. And that'll fucking ruin anything you're trying to do, man. We're trying to create things. Yeah. You're trying to do a sport, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. I couldn't. I think my parents had such a good relationship that uh. it like almost, it almost ruined me. Because that was the expectation. Like, you know, when your parents are, like, fighting all the time and shit, you're like, oh, as long as I'm just getting there. Right, If right, I'm fighting right. a little less than my parents, then this must be a good relationship. I had a chick I dated in the past, and uh, her and her father, uh, or her uh, her parents, rather, mm. her father and her mother used to fight physically. They used to hit each other. 
And uh, that was the first girl that ever took a swing at me. What? Yeah, she took race. a swing at me. We were in the middle of oh, Italian. This is the last one I dated. <laughs> this is a culture, Joe. Last one I dated. Joe, it's a culture. They grab the face. They, gra- <laughs> they kiss. <laughs> they do it. <laughs> when you hear your family. <laughs> <laughs> she took a fucking swing at me. I saw it coming. Really? I couldn't believe it while it was coming. This is when I was Close fighting, this? too. Um, it didn't matter. I saw her hand come back. I, whatever was happening it was yeah. not going to get to me in time. Yeah. But I was I was like, is this really going mm. down? I saw the hand moving towards me. I was like, what? What? Now, now what did you say? I clinched. No, no. What did you say to make her oh, slap no the idea. shit out of you? Probably deserved it. Mm. <laughs> I was 21. I was stupid as fuck. Mm. But it wasn't even, it was like I'd never had someone take a swing at me before. Yeah. Or just wild. Yeah, you got to check that kick, bro. Yeah. Because if you check the kick and then just leg snaps, Connor style, right? that's not on you. You were defending yourself. Good luck proving that in court. She's got a broken yeah. leg and she's screaming. Yeah. Yeah. I have a friend whose girl scratched herself up and then said no. to the cops that uh, he attacked her. No. Yeah. She scratched herself up. She started scratching herself up. And, and he, he's like, what the fuck are you doing? How do you get out of it? I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember what happened. You've heard about those NBA player, uh, NBA, uh, not players, but like the chicks who will take the roofie before they fuck. Oh, God. They'll take it themselves. Now it's in their system. Oh, God. Then they go, this guy raped me. Well, there are for sure bad people out there, male and female, right? There are men who roofie women. I've had multiple friends who someone dropped something in their drink. Really? At clubs, yeah, yeah. Where they like, something's wrong, their friends rescue them, and they get home, they don't remember what the fuck happened. They're like, somebody put something in your drink. I've had multiple friends tell me this happened. But the world of like the NBA world... Where they're like, you know, they're these guys are making fucking Hundreds preposterous of yeah. amounts of money, yeah. and they have diamond crusted watches, and they're driving around Lamborghinis, and there are predators. There are girls that realize if I can get that guy to knock me up, I have guaranteed income. I have guaranteed large amounts of money, and it's a real concern. And also the other stuff like false accusations and yep. you would think that's not real but there's some people that are willing to do that yeah. so it's like all this believe all women shit like some women steal ups packages off your porch <laughs> don't believe them yeah okay some yeah. women are in jail for murder yeah. some women are in jail for for thievery and fucking yeah. all kinds of things and glaine maxwell you gonna believe her yeah look at her she's child trafficking yeah being a piece of shit doesn't have a gender exactly and there's some women i think that know how to work successful dudes Oh, yeah. You know, like... Oh, yeah. Stroke their ego. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they go to see you and laugh at everything. Mm-hmm. Like, you look over, and she's like, oh, my God, Andrew, yeah. you're so funny. Yeah. While she's pulling her idea out. <laughs> <laughs> she's trying to Be get Be right there, up. babe. She's in there with some tongs. She's like... <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Yeah, Do you know any guy that's, that's got set up like that before where a girl said she can't get pregnant? Don't I just, worry, don't worry, I can't get pregnant. I know guys from don't like worry. the league. I have some friends that work in the NBA and they've told me like there's, you know, there's specific people that they have to talk to to like investigate these things. Because it know. comes to the team first. Oh, really? Yeah. So like they'll go to the team and they'll be like, listen, I have a situation. This girl is saying that, you know, I got her pregnant or this girl is saying. Oh, so the things. team knows how to handle it because it's so common. Of course. I mean, you're, wow. you're talking about billion dollar industries. Like if you're crazy, if you don't think billion dollar industries have fixers, 
Like there's mm. so much money. Go- you sign. Right. Like there's a team of people I imagine. Yeah. That make sure that they're girls that aren't saying that they're fucking these very famous dudes that are on these teams. Right. Because either all of them are faithful, right? What did you say? Yeah, exactly. Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> or they're getting some pussy and then people are staying quiet, you know? Mm-hmm. Like they're, um, I mean, sometimes I'm baffled at like how certain people can manage the side chicks. Like I don't think Drake has had one scandal but we know he's fucked so many girls. Right, but he's he's single. He's single, but at the same time, like, there's not a single girl that's like, I need something. There's not a single girl that's like, yo, like, I, I could say that you stopped calling me. I could say you're a piece of shit. Not a, no girl ever says anything bad about this guy. Mm. So he's probably a good guy, or he knows how you know how to make an exit. Hmm. Interesting. Or he's being very. I mean, he looks like a very strategic dude. Like maybe he's picking people. And going, okay, this girl knows what time it is. She doesn't look like a fucking psychopath. Like I think a lot of dudes when they first start getting pussy, and this is this is the problem with like entertainment, is a, is a lot of fucking losers in this shit, and they first start getting some pussy once they get famous. Mm. Like if you didn't get pussy before you're famous, you're gonna be in some shit. Mm. It, it's not possible. If you got pussy before you're famous, then pussy is not this like crazy thing for you. And I think that like some of those guys who never got any pussy and then they start getting it, I think they resent women a little bit because of it. Right, because now you like oh, me. Oh, now you like me. Where were you when I was in high school and I was a fucking loser getting stuffed in the lockers? Mm-hmm. And now yeah. you don't even believe they like you. Because right. why would you? No girl right. liked you before. Right. So now you have that little bit of resentment. You yeah. have the massive insecurity mm-hmm. because, oh, what happened if I fall off? They're going to stop liking me. Whereas if you got pussy first, you're like, oh, no, I know how to get laid. Like, I know how to be charming. I could yeah. go into a bar and maybe strike a conversation. We got some shit in common. Okay, we could go hook up or do something. Yeah. But that's a different level of insecurity. And that's why you see these fucking scumbags, man. You, yo, there's a lot of weird shit, man. Like, even with all this, like, have you seen all these fucking like little like uh, child actors that end up doing like the uh, fucking pedophile shit, or like the uh, what is it that that guy? Um, the fuck is that guy named Drake Bell or some shit like that? Like, what's that? There's this guy. If he was from this show, Drake and Josh or something like that. He just got caught up like sending, you know what this is? like sending pictures or something. This happened recently, and there's been multiple people, and I'm starting to wonder. I'm like. Does something happen to you being in fucking Hollywood at a young age? Like, are you, you know how like. I think if you get caught in the wrong circles, that's 100% real. There's, so it can be turned isn't there on a whole or something documentary like about it called An Open Secret? What's this? Isn't that an open secret? Isn't that, that's what it is, right? I think An Open Secret is about child predators in, in Hollywood. But about what, people that prey on, what on if, kids. What, what if they're not preying on them sexually? What if they're just so abusive to them emotionally? You have a fucking nine-year-old. You're like, you need to work 12 hours a day. You need to, well, you're not, you're not skinny enough. Hey, you're gaining too much weight. Like, and you're going through all this fucked up weird trauma from adults. You yeah. just stop trusting anyone. I know a guy who was in a movie at a young age, and uh, it was a big movie. And uh, in the movie, there was a very emotional scene where his uh, father was supposed to die. And so before the scene, the guy who plays his father started treating him like shit Come and on, saying baby. mean things to Come him on, and abused nah. him, and before that was nah. like real tight with him. Nah, was abusing him nah. and saying horrible shit to him and saying that no one likes him. It was like, and so then nah. the scene starts, and this kid is like weeping and crying, and they make him go through with the scene. Nah, see that's the type of shit, and you know that happens. You know that happens when they're six. They wanted to do that to get the best performance out of the kid, but Fuck. the problem was this kid had this like 
sort of like mentor relationship with his older actor and then the older actor Crushed is shitting on him just to make him feel terrible when he goes into the scene and they can't decipher like the difference between that he shit. was seven yeah i mean even that Haley joel osmond you know what i mean I mean, he seems kind of all right now, Who's but like he, the guy from the fucking ghost movie, whatever, Sixth Sense. Oh, you know what I mean? But like, yeah, how, he's he probably still believes in ghosts. He's six years old. Like, and how old was he when he was then. in the? Like, right. you're a kid. You don't know what you believe in, what you don't believe in. I believe in Power Rangers. Like, you could believe in anything, and you're telling this kid. You know, he's like a professor at a community college now. Well, I mean, do you see how far right? you go away from entertainment? Someone told me that. It's rare these motherfuckers are in it when they're kids and they st- they choose to stay in it. Right. Right? Like something happens. Something has happened to them. I'm not saying they're all getting diddled, but something has happened. Like what you were describing, like that type of emotional fucking mm-hmm. abuse. And I know there's systems in play. And Which one? Someone that was a, a child actor that's a professor at a community college now. And someone was telling me about it. And I was like, you know what's interesting is like we think we think it's sad. But we wouldn't think it's sad if we just knew a guy was a professor at a community college. Yeah. We'd be like, oh, that's a normal Shit. job. I don't think it's sad. No. I, I just think something happens to them, Joe. I think it's like... Well, here's what <sighs> happens to them. You're not supposed to get famous when you're a kid. Mm. There's no way you're going to develop normally. Mm. It's impossible. You're going through... Look, I've interviewed a few childhood stars, and mm. they're all fucked up. Really? They're doing their best to get through it, and a lot of them are like... like Miley Cyrus is a really cool person. <sighs> yeah. Demi Lovato, very cool person. I yeah. enjoy talking to them. But there, it's undeniable that that process of being massively famous at a young age fucks your developmental cycle up. Yeah. Because you've got to learn how to deal with people when you're anonymous. You're just a person. Yeah. You don't want them to j- treat you like you're something special for no fucking reason. Yeah, because you don't have to earn Disney that show. treatment. Right. Like being kind to a human being, like helping somebody yes. else. You earn that connection. Right. Now you don't have to earn it anymore. You you also learn that, oh, if I make people feel good, they feel good, and then I feel good, mm-hmm. and that develops like a real friendship, mm-hmm. and then you can you can call on that person and you have real genuine love with them and you develop this understanding of human relationships yeah but if you're always the fucking mac daddy when you're seven years old and you're the guy on the set what is this Uh, oh that's right that's right he began his career and that's right and now he is um he's a professor at a college yeah i mean the kid is three years old and they're like that must have been a fuck you're in a hotel it's full with blood and people are trying to kill you at three years old Kubrick. Who's a, a like, weirdo already? Fucking crazy person. Yeah, genius, yeah. massive genius, crazy person. Yeah, who used to do complex mathematics in his spare time. That was his little uh, yeah, side so hobby. Super smart. I wonder what that shit. Because I see all these like, I see a lot of these like celebs right now. Like, they like come out as uh, non-binary. I think is the term. I might yeah. be getting this wrong. Demi Lovato did that, and they wrote in an article. It was hilarious. It was after she was on my podcast. All of a sudden, she's a they. And, but, and it's like, and she said in the article, sometimes they misgender themselves. <laughs> Again, go to libs of TikTok. That that page that I showed you on yeah. Twitter, it's the best. It's but, like the most nonsensical fucking cuckoo talk. But the non-binary shit. My boy Mark was saying this. He was like, it's it's the least investment to be different. Right. It's the least investment to get like woke points because not at least back in the day when you came out as gay, like you had to suck some dicks, man, or you had to fuck guys or something like that. You had to do something. Non-binary is just like, hey, guys, I'm part of the community, so you can't say anything bad about me. Right. But I will do absolutely nothing. Right. And guess what? You don't call me she. You know my name. I'm fucking famous. It's the least amount of work to get all the victim points. 
Like you just say, I'm non-binary. And what does it mean? You don't change your life at all. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know. My gender is male or female. Sometimes I like watching baseball. You know, sometimes I like fingering myself, whatever it is. And the gender changes constantly. Constantly. But there's no investment. Yeah. So I'm just looking at this shit and I'm just like, yo, like, are you doing this because you actually feel non-binary? Are you doing this because it's the most convenient way to get some woke points? Like, that's, how are you? That's it. It's also very, very self-indulgent. Very self-indulgent. You're acquiring massive amounts of attention. The whole world has to change the way yes. that they refer to you. Uh-huh. And you have to change nothing. There was a girl on the libs of TikTok that had beads, different color beads that she would wear that indicated which uh, gender she identified with and how she was feeling. Because her gender changed multiple times per day. It's like a so mood ring. wear the beads, different color beads, to yeah. let everybody know where she's at. I, I almost feel like it's like people have like social anxiety and they're just trying to create that for other people. Well, I think it's the culture of today's climate, the, the climate today with social media where people indulge this kind of nonsense. So when normal kids <sighs> yeah. would just pretend that they're psychic, now these kids are pretending that they're, you know, a million different genders in one day. Yeah. Yeah. I it's wild. Know. I don't how, fucking how know. They, how like, are they going to get through this? I don't know, man. I, I don't. Usually capitalism like takes a takes its course. But I think mean? Douglas Murray, who's a brilliant guy, who's yeah. a uh, the English dude, right? The English guy who's yeah. uh, he's very interesting because he's conservative, but he's also gay, and he fucks people up and debates with logic and reason, and he's a brilliant writer, and he wrote. Um, uh, Madness of Crowds, which is a, a great book about it. But one of the things that he said when we were doing a podcast together, he said at the end of every empire, uh, gender becomes a, a, a big subject and the transitioning of genders and that um, the dissolving of traditional gender roles becomes a, a big part of the end of every empire. Mm. Whether it's the Romans or the Greeks, they become obsessed with gender. Mm. And I'm like, why do you think that is? I don't know if he had an, an answer, but People that uh, they, they, they think that maybe it's like life is too easy, so they've tried to look for things to nitpick on. Or, or what if we're pushing comfort? Like, with luxury comes comfort, right? Mm -hmm. And like, all right, maybe there are some people that are confused about this kind of stuff. I don't know what the fuck it is. I can't tell you because I don't have it. But like, we're just trying to make as many people comfortable as possible, mm -hmm. right? We got really comfortable mattresses, sofas. We have, uh, you know, sort of mental illness awareness. We're trying to make as many people feel comfortable in society as we can. And yeah. then it pushes towards gender. And maybe people feel more comfortable identifying as one or the other, whatever it is. So, but I think it's just a function of luxury. Like, I don't think there's fucking trans bathrooms in a refugee camp. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's just it's just but, it's so, too much going on for you to even focus on that. You're trying to survive. Like is there a trans community in North Korea? No, but there was a trans community with Native Americans that were uh the, the And I think Indians tribes. too. Don't they have like uh India Indians? Yeah, India Indians. Hmm. I think Maybe. there's like a specific people like you actually can't be that if they come up and ask you for money, like you got to do it. <laughs> it's just bad luck if you don't do it or something like that. Like, yeah, well, the ties, yeah, the yeah. Lady boys in Thailand is oh, always the best. Thing, they're the best, which is amazing, right? Yeah. Like that this better looking than the culture. chicks. Really? When I was over there, because they put Were fucking effort in. I wasn't drunk. I didn't take any down, but okay. I went. I went around. <laughs> I look. I was in Singapore. There's like a. There's a mall. It's like Shane Smith from Vice. Uh, one of the episodes that he did. Well, this is when How Vice much was did Vice wild. change, bro. Vice got fucking neutered, dude. They Vice gender switched. Is super woke now. They got bought out. Yeah, they got bought out. They got bought out, and then they went super woke. 
What is this? There you go. How do you say that? Hijira. Whoa, dude. Whoa, dude. Did you just do an Indian accent, dude? Hijira? Did you just do an Indian accent, bro? That is racist right there, bro. Really? Oh, my God. Uh, In the Indian subcontinent, Hijira are eunuchs, Mm. intersex people, and transgender people. Mm -hmm. Also known as Aravani, Aruvani, Jagpapa, or Chakakaka. Okay, that is their version of um, the libs of TikTok. They have the libs of TikTok out there. They have a bunch of different names for that. But yeah, the Native Americans had it, and mm-hmm. it's look, it's clearly a thing. Like transgender people, it's it's clearly a real thing. <laughs> and anybody that say it's not, it's like it's existed throughout history. There's always been people like that. Yeah. But what Douglas Murray, I think, was saying was that some of them aren't really that. They're just latching on to this need to get attention or to be special or to stand out community to to be a victim in a world where there's not that many victims anymore Mm. you're not experiencing real adversity yeah or you know real discrimination so you create discrimination against yourself and we will believe some things that aren't there we're capable of doing that for sure QAnon psychics psychics yeah QAnon's just like conservative trannies (laughs) <laughs> like that's really all they are, right? They're just like <laughs> it's just like it's okay, I'll believe uh, it. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's wild. What happened to those boys? QAnon guys? Yeah, are they around still? They're all in fucking jails right now waiting for hearings. Are they really? January sixth. Oh dude. That was legendary. I don't even blame them for that shit because if you believe the shit they believe, like what took you so long? Oh, they believe that um, there's It's someone... all lizard. They're drinking yeah. like baby blood. Like, yeah. why did you wait until that day if you believe that that's what these politicians were doing? If you really, truly believed it with all your heart. Mm. Or you were skeptical and you wanted to be part of a community and it was exciting. And we all love learning about new, weird, wild shit. Like, right, right. Bro, consp- when we were with Duncan last night and Duncan was like, do you think that there's a black rock underneath Manhattan and that's why the aura? And I was like... <laughs> And I was like, yeah, now that you said it, I believe it. Keep going. <laughs> Tell me more about this. That's all I care about. Duncan is the best. Uh, dude, He's the best. Legend. You seen him on stage last night. Killing. Yeah. His skin looks incredible. Yeah, he's healthy. Like, really he's good. Well. Yeah, he's eating well. Some lotions or anything? I don't know. I'll ask him. Yeah. But it looked but really he's good. happy. He's married. He's got children now. He's, he just loves it. He, he's moving to Austin, too. I know. I know. You're getting them all out here. I need to have some kids, Joe. Yeah, then you want to move here. A couple years. Have you your think? fucking babies wander around with those assholes in New York. Dude, I was a Being baby wandering around kid. with assholes yeah, in New York. Yeah, look what happened. Bill's character, okay? <laughs> this is what you need. You need to have kids in struggle. Oh, they need to see fucked up shit, I, think, I believe. I, You're going to have them running around a fucking yard over here? Yeah. You give me your kids. I'll take them to New York for a couple weeks. Okay? Yeah, give me your kids. I'll take them pig hunting. I would actually do that. Yeah, let's If it's go. from the helicopter. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's fine. I don't know. I Maybe... I have a soft spot in my heart for New York, but I just think that like- No, I do too. I love New York, but I don't want to live there. I can understand why people don't want to live there. And yeah. I can only live there because I'm like fucking Bane. Like I grew up in it, right? Mm. So like all the things that you see on TV, like the people mugging each I other and stuff. I was born here. I was born in the darkness, bro. Born in the darkness. You're not going to fuck me up in New York. That's my city. These are my people. Right. Like the tourists are going to get fucked up. Are you going to stay tourists there forever? Are what if it keeps slipping? What if they hire someone worse than de Blasio next? Oh, I'll be in uh, Los Angeles in a couple of years for sure. Really? No, no. I well, would go there. I would go Unless towards Unless Larry warmth. Elder wins. If Larry Elder goes, are you moving back? If he moves, well, he he actually texted me that. He said if uh, if he becomes governor, you're going to want to come back to California. I'm like, maybe in 10 years. There's a reason why Cali, especially like LA, exists. Yeah, the weather's amazing. It was a show business hub. 
But there's too many people, bro. It's a lot of people. Yeah. I don't need the same kind of conflict that you do, that that kind of like turmoil. But you're but it's in the bits. Yeah. I see it. I, yeah, I'm but watching I got you. my own turmoil. You it's already it's, inside. It's, yeah, yeah. I, I like to I like quiet. I need quiet. I don't need these fucking dogs barking all day long in my head. Mm. I, I need quiet. I need mm. to I need to calm it down. You know, I yeah. found my own like mitigation methods, which is oh, strain, strain. I have to, I have to exercise. I have to torture yeah. myself to get an ice bath for twenty minutes. Yeah. I, have yeah. to, <laughs> I have to do fucked up shit to like force my mind to overcome. To I have to overcome, yeah. but uh, my overcoming is like real struggle. I, I need, I don't need to be annoyed with people. That doesn't mean anything. I, I don't like that. I need like to be close to death. Either almost get strangled yeah. or almost get my fucking head kicked off yeah. or like I just that's my thing to like to find my peace. I have to put myself into horrific scenarios. Yes. Whether it's self-imposed or otherwise. Yes. And the self-imposed ones are my favorites because I can I can choose to do it's it when I don't choice. have to. Because I don't yeah. have to do that. I could just fucking lay back and eat Cheetos for the rest of my life. Yeah. If I wanted to. If someone's punching you. You have to survive because they're yeah. going to knock your ass out. But if you're in a fucking ice bath, yeah. if you're running or if you're doing one of these like cardio exercises, yep. it's like I'm deciding to tap out. Exactly. You decide if you're a bitch or not that exactly. day. Yeah, there's a different type of euphoria that comes from that. Exactly. Like uh, I was I was working out in Miami with this guy, Jordan, the muscle doc. He's fucking great. I love him. I saw him. your hands, bro. Looking pretty good. Oh, thanks, not man. Bad. Thanks, man. I used to do a little boxing back in the day. You yeah, know what I mean? Tell. I'm going to have to call tell. out somebody. Look I'm good. calling out Ben Shapiro right now on this podcast. <clears throat> wow. Does no, he get to keep the yarmulke on when he I'm boxes? I'm going to pop it right off his fucking head. But if you're going to fight and you wear a yarmulke, do they let you keep it on? Rubber band under the chin. It's like a cartoon, dude. One <laughs> uppercut, this is boop, boop. <laughs> Who do we get to fight? Who do we who do we have celebrity fight? What if what if uh, what if what about Chris Cuomo? Chris Cuomo's probably still got it. Still got it? What? Yeah, he's in still good shape. What? Still, still got shape. what? He's in good shape. He got some muscles. He's good for a couple minutes. Did you know he got busted using fake weights? No. Yeah. I I bought into it. I thought he was just really strong. Mm. That's how dumb I am. Mm. <clears throat> and then a bunch of people pointed out, and then this guy, uh, Derek from uh, moreplatesmoredates.com. I was watching a video of his I love that video. I love his uh, his channel, rather. Um, he pointed out, like, there's no fucking way those mm. are real weights because they said 100 pounds on them. They, like, pick up a 100-pound weight like it's nothing. Mm. He was like, they're like 40-pound weights disguised as 100-pound weights, yeah. which is... One of the dumbest things you can do and try to pass off fake yeah. weights with all these internet sleuths. Yeah, 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 like they, yeah. they, they think have nothing they, but time. They think everything's fake. Yeah. So they examine everything. Mm. What is this? Fitness fighter, Andrew Schultz and Mathis Riley from the Chilla Vista Student Organization. What is this? Schultz oh, serendipitously a, landed punches to Riley's head. I had a fight in down. college. I had a one. real fight? Uh, I mean, it was in a ring. There were some people there. Bringing the fight to a close. Shout out to Duke's Boxing, man. So I was, what was uh, this? Was when you were in college? There's a thing that my university, I went to the University of California, Santa Barbara. They and did they a thing boxing? called- They had a fight night. And it was, you, the only time I ever fought was in front of thousands of people. And it was some frat kid would fight some kid from, it was put on by the this barrio? frat. And it, what? From the barrio. Honestly, yeah. So they would have guys who were actually in like boxing gyms would fight like a guy who was in a frat. Oh, I bet they loved that. Oh, it, was, it was amazing. 
because the guys that oh, would were actually you in a frat? work out. What were you? No, no, I wasn't a frat. I was just a right. But I was fighting this other guy. He came in with no fucking shoes on. And, uh, no shoes. Yeah, he didn't even start the fight when the bell rang. Like I was in my corner. He was just it like the came homeless at me. guy with the knife. He was, it was homeless guy from the knife, <laughs> and that makes perfect sense. And listen, my bad. I'm sorry I had to embarrass you in front of all those people. <laughs> he had no shoes on. No, he had no shoes on. But and we just and we just had a fight. It was so cool. So you boxed with no shoes on? I didn't box. I no, had he fucking. Did. He, he boxed did. with no shoes on. Yeah, I had the Roy Jones Jr. Jordans. Ooh. Do you remember when Roy Jones had yes. his own Jordans? Y'all must have forgot. Y'all must have forgot. <laughs> and it was cool, man. I had a fight, and then, then uh, I had Roy in here, and I, there's one thing I want to tell him. I, go, I never forgot. <laughs> I never forgot. <laughs> what I, did he say? Oh man, he loved it. He he loves that. He's so funny. I give him the props because I'm I was a giant, still am a giant Roy Jones Jr. fan. Legend. Back in the day, man, when his fights were going on, you were just waiting to see how someone would survive. It wasn't whether or not they're going to beat Roy Jones. It's like, how are you going to survive? I how are you going to survive that speed? I that asked him. so funny. He, I, I go, uh, we had him on a podcast, and he goes, uh, "Did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so he's really sweet. Like he's oh, the most he's approachable guy. Like, like, yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah, he just and he goes. Uh, I was like, uh, did you ever worry about losing something in the ring? Like, did you ever worry about getting hit and then not walking out there the same? And he goes, I'm be honest with you, Andrew. I never walked in a ring with that much anyway. And I just fucking wow. burst out laughing. Like he was like, I ain't got that much sense. It well, is what you know, it is. It's sort of he he's not quite being straight there because there was an issue with Gerald McClellan, who was his rival. Gerald McClellan at the time was a cronk fighter, and he was one of the elite of the elite. He was a fucking murderous puncher, mm. and he had a fight with Nigel Ben. A famous fight where he fucked Nigel Ben up. Nigel Ben, British guy. Yes, 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 yes. A, a animal, such a fucking warrior. Yeah. Nigel Ben took all Crunk the punches is, uh, Detroit, in the first round. Emmanuel Stewart. Yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah, 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 yeah. So Nigel Ben got knocked out of the ring, out of the ring, like lit up in the first round. Yeah. It is a, a famous fight, but endured and kept going. And then Nigel Ben wound up starting to land on Gerald because Gerald used to have a brutal weight cut to make 175 pounds. Yep. He used to torture himself. And then Nigel winds up catching Gerald McClellan and, and cr cracking him. And then McClellan, at one point in the fight, takes a knee. Mm. He takes a knee like a standing eight count, mm. and then but stays down for ten rounds for the ten count. And everybody's like, "What is going on?" And, the, and then the, the announcers are like, "I can't believe he quit. I can't believe he quit." I mean, it was it was a really a crazy scene, man. The fight. This is the first round, right? Jerry McClellan. Look at him on the on the right hand side. A fucking monster, bro. A power Oy. puncher. Oy. I mean, Jerry McClellan fucked everybody up. Nice long arms. Oh my that. god, he yeah. was such a puncher, and he was he was such a KO artist. So, Jerry McClellan takes the ten count on his knee, mm. and the uh, the announcers are like, "What is going on here? We can't believe this is happening. I can't believe he's quitting." Mm. And then collapses. No. And then winds up having bleeding on the brain, oh, and he's yeah, never the yeah, same yeah, again. Yeah. He's still alive today, but he's blind. He never fought again uh, after this fight. This was it. And they you go like that... further in the round, like this is the end. Now. This is the end. Where Gerald McClellan is—he's still swinging, but Nigel Ben is still there, man. And Nigel Ben was a a, a really, really fucking tough guy and a, a fantastic puncher. Huh. And he uh, eventually got to Gerald. Gerald wore out. And then when he took that knee, he collapsed in his corner afterwards. See, this is like, see, go to the where he collapses. You see it here. Like, so look, he's not feeling like something's going yeah. on. And he had bleeding on his brain. Oh, yeah, and Nigel yeah. Brand is just is cracking him, teeing off on him. 
Oy. And you can see Gerald is like, he's trying to Survive endure, it. but you'll oh, see right it. there. That's it. So he takes it, he, he takes a knee, and look at he's holding his head. Yeah. He's trying to deal. No. Nope. So he takes a 10 count. No. Nope. And he doesn't get up. Oh, man. And everybody was freaking out. They're like, how is he not getting up? Yeah. And so Nigel Ben's like, yeah. So Jerry McClellan goes back to his corner. He can barely walk. Mm. And then he collapses. And it was uh, a huge tragedy because they were always setting up this fight with Roy Jones Jr. Roy Jones Jr. was the fucking man. Yeah. He was the fucking man. And Roy Jones Jr. had this one rival who was also very dangerous. And I think they fought the amateurs as well. Gerald McClellan. I just remember the to Tony being this big rival for Roy. Yeah, but Roy fucked him and up. He fucked him. And James Tony was terrifying back oh then. Oh, my People God. People forget, like... Oh, my God. He was so good. He was so good. He was so good. And stylistically, he was so interesting. He stand right in front of you. Yep. He had this, like, great head movement. And, yep. like, really before Floyd, I mean, I mean, obviously, this is an older style, but that ability to, like, shoulder yep. roll. Shoulder roll. And, and he was just terrifying. And he was so big. Like, I think later in his career, what did Tony fought? Heavyweight. Even up to heavyweight. Knocked he was fighting at 160. That's right. Not that right. Holyfield as a heavyweight. So he was cutting to get down, and he uh, weighed 168 when he fought Roy Jones, and then he knocked out Holyfield as a heavyweight. Oh, uh, look at Roy! But when man. Roy beat James Tony, that was like his first big test. That was unbelievable because everybody was like, "See, both of them are like 26, 25. Look mm. at that! Whoa, amazing, <laughs> amazing do, fight." Do you ever think about? Um, I was watching. I was watching Connor with his leg snap, and I'm like, "Is this going to happen to more guys?" Are we going to see more of this? 100%. Okay. Yeah, it's it's we've seen so many of them. It's, of course it's going to keep happening. Yeah. Chris Weidman, Anderson yeah. Silva, and you can go back down the line. And why? Corey Hill was the first one I ever saw. That was like uh that no one had seen that before. That was I'd only seen it on on video. I'd never seen it in in real life when he threw a kick and the the opponent checked it. I forget who he's fighting. And uh it snapped his fucking leg in half. And uh the referee didn't realize it. And so he went down, and uh, the referee hadn't noticed it. And the other guy was beating him up, and mm. I, I got up, and I was yelling. I took my headphones off, and I was yelling, stop the fight, stop the fight. But it's like, I don't know if the ref could even hear me because mm. it's a crowded arena, and, and now he's down, the other fighter's pounding on him. So it's like, yeah. see who was fighting him. I'm trying to remember who was fighting. Corey Hill, leg break. Uh, I just wonder, it's like... You see it happening more and more, and then with the leg kicks seeming to play more of a role, and mm -hmm. I just—it's gonna happen. Ugh, it's gonna—it's we've seen it happen so many times. It happened with Anderson Silva. It happened with Chris Weidman. It's like it, it, you know, leg yeah. breaking, arms breaking. It's—it's it's part of the sport. It's gonna happen. I've—I've I've gotten into it. Like I was a boxing purist. Have you been live to an MMA fight in Miami? In the Hilton, it was like a small, Ooh. like local one, and I'm telling you, I and this like pains me to even admit it because I'm just such a big boxing fan. But in order to really appreciate boxing, you kind of need to understand the sport. Mm -hmm. It's just one of those. It's like jujitsu or like one of those things. Mm -hmm. Like I, I don't really get it. I don't know enough. You know what right, I mean? Right. But I'm sure if I knew a lot, I'd notice every little bit of nuance. It's almost like soccer. You know how they can appreciate not scoring. Like right. the whole thing is almost scoring. You're like, ooh, that was a good almost score. And uh, but with when I when I see MMA, I can watch two guys I don't even know, never heard of them once. It is by far the most engaging fight sport. Because you don't even need to know the guys. Dale Hart. 
Dale Hart and I got hammered one night in the bar. Oh my God! That Before or after? Oh, after. After. That time. But this was uh, the first time. I Dale showing a lot of head right movement. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh God! They're still scrambling. And he's not tapping. Oh God, that's gnarly, dude. Yeah, look at his leg. Put. So I. You, gotta, you didn't hear it. Yeah, that's just gnarly, dude. So that's me screaming. I don't think the referee saw when it broke, but then he recognized it when it was down, but his, his leg was off at a <sighs> fucked up angle. That was the first time I'd ever seen that live. But now I've seen it several times. I've Are seen guys... arms break several times. Ooh. I've seen so many people get fucked up. Are you immune to it? Um, I'm a little numb to people getting injured, for sure. There's no way. You know, I've talked about this before, but if you looked at all of human history, the amount of people that have seen people get the fuck beaten out of them, I am in the upper, like, 1% in all of time. (laughs) Yeah, it's you and, like, Genghis Khan. Well, he's seen people get fucked up in a different way. Yeah. That's chop their legs off and <laughs> use them, light them on fire and use them on a catapult. Like, Have you ever uh, listened to Dan Carlin's Hardcore History? No. Listen to me, man. Wrath of the Khans. It's a five-part series on hardcore history about Genghis Khan. Hmm. And it is fucking amazing. It's amazing. I was obsessed with Genghis Khan for like three years after this. Why, why? He killed 10% of the population on Earth. It's a lot. He and his people killed so many people, they changed the carbon footprint of human beings. No. Yeah. They killed 50 million people at a time where there weren't that many people. There was probably 500 million people on all of Earth. He killed 50 million people during his time. There's There's a story about this guy that was traveling to China. He was, um, um, I forget what, uh, it was some uh, some Arab nation, and they were traveling to China to, uh, to, like, to meet and see if they could do business and do some trading and shit yeah, and yeah. see what it was like. And as he got close, he saw what he thought was a snow-capped mountain in the distance. And uh, as they got closer, they realized that it was a pile of bones and that Genghis Khan and his warriors had come in in Jin China they killed everyone they killed a million people and stacked their bodies on top and they had to abandon the road along the way because there were so many rotting corpses in the road that the wheels were sinking into the muck and they couldn't travel yeah this was um I forget who it was I'm trying to remember um the Shah of the Shah of somewhere. See, Nish is slaughtered every person there. By some estimates, one million seven hundred forty-eight thousand people were killed. Christ. They were beheaded, and their skulls were piled into pyramids. A request by Genghis Khan's daughter to ensure that no one got away with a simple wounding. What compelled him? Fucking, was it religion? What oh, like he was a he was a fucking conqueror man but like what what, what, what is the motivation like the, are you doing this for god what is the purpose his name was timogen right and he was uh from the time he was young he grew up with these these play the, the, these people that lived in this area of mongolia where it was just a hard place 
place to live. Yeah, yeah. Just hard people. Yeah. And he killed his own brother when he was a young boy because his brother was stealing fish from him. <laughs> and so uh, him and his other brother, they, they ambushed the older brother and lit him up with arrows. And the mother was furious at him. But that was like from the time he was little, he was a murderer. <sighs> I'm just curious, like, what inspires somebody to do that? I understand, like, inspiration from God, right? I think it's the time. Like, I need to expand. I need to. People were brutal murderers back then. It was normal. And the way they lived. They also had, like, extreme disdain for anyone who lived in houses. They all lived in tents. Mm. They lived in these felt tents. Mm. And they they were nomads. And they traveled. And they would, you know, pack up their shit and move. So that was just their thing to do. Yeah, that was that, the thing. That one point seven million people he killed was uh, because his son-in-law was killed. Wow! By an arrow. By that's an a different one. Um, that's uh, he did this multiple times, by the way. But Jin China is the one where it was the Shah, the Khorizmian Kor- Shah. That's who it was. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And this guy on the way there, he sees something in the distance. Oh, look at that snow-covered mountain. Nope, pile of bones. A million people dead, stacked on top of each other. He did it multiple times. During his time, just, during his lifetime, they killed more than 50 million people. A million, I mean, just think about this. A million people, right? Like Stacked on top of each other. Will you meet a million people in your life? I think I already have. You've shook hands with a million people? No. That's what I'm saying. Hands. Like, yeah. A million is so much. Yeah, it's a lot. So It's a thousand thousand. A thousand thousand. Yeah. You have to murder right. and then place- Their bodies. In the same place, like when in human history are there a million people together? Now we have cities, but like back then? This is how wild they were. There was talk that on some of these campaigns, when they would run out of food, they would decide who they were going to kill out of their soldiers and then eat them. And that's how they fed the rest of their troops. So do you think this guy is... A psychopath. Oh, for sure. And and but everybody was back then. The standards of the time were different. Like murder was commonplace. Seeing people get their legs cut off and seeing people get slaughtered. Yeah. But he was exceptionally cruel. And one of the things that they would do yeah. with people that they captured was they would light their bodies on fire and use them as catapults, and <laughs> and launch their flaming bodies onto the roofs yeah. of these because they had thatched roofs and yeah, these yeah. So buildings, the whole, yeah. and they would light their buildings on fire with flaming bodies. <sighs> Dude, I'm telling you this, this Dan Carlin, he I have to an, check it he's out. got an amazing podcast. It's called Hardcore History. It's one of the best podcasts. It, to call it a podcast is unfair it's because assholes like you and yeah, me, yeah, yeah, yeah. we do podcasts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy's doing research. Does, yeah. <laughs> what he does is like it's an oral, uh, an oral presentation of historical events in yeah. a, an incredibly theatrical way. I just, I, it's I don't amazing. Know. Do you ever think about like if you could go back in history and just be a voyeur? I would like to do that. I would I would love to have seen that time. To That's me, the what time? it's like when these people would just ransack a city and light <sighs> everything on fire and slaughter everyone. Slaughter everyone. It's one of those things that like you hear these stories and you're like so much of the development of successful countries is geography. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. if you didn't have some water between you and Genghis Khan, right. it was over. It was over. So you look at what you know we call the first world. It's like how much of that shit is literally just mountain range water. Mm-hmm. Like how much of the luck. reason what it's luck. Yeah, a lot of luck. English people dominating the world is is luck. Well, look at Afghanistan. The reason Explain why fucking no one Afghanistan has me. been ever 
First of all, Afghanistan is rich in resources, rich in lithium, natural gas. Okay. It's a very valuable place to so control. So this is why everybody's been beefing over Afghanistan Exactly. Forever. That's why Russia <sighs> tried to conquer them. Yeah. And then we armed the, the you know, the... I, the, the, the um, Kurds, right? Yeah. We? No, it was the... Um, the what the fuck would... What did they call themselves back then? What were the Afghanis back then? Before they became the, the Taliban, they were... Uh, God, I'm fucking had a mental blank. So maybe afterwards it was the curse, but I know at a certain point in time. Yeah, that's different though. That's a different part of. Uh, the, I mean, there there are Kurds, and the Kurds were a, a, a different part. Of, I'm trying to think of the religion. God damn. Sunnis. I, no, 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 no. Hold on. I'm not gonna do it. It's not gonna work. I can't remember. But the when we armed them, when um, they. Uh, they were fighting against the Russians. Yeah. We helped them mm -hmm. and we supported them. And then in turn, you know, they, what, the, what we tried to do is we tried to control and stop Russia from taking over. Yeah. So we armed their freedom fighters and then the CIA trained Osama bin Laden. Yeah. And, 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 you know, he worked for us. Yeah. And then eventually decided that we're the devil and then turned sides and. <sighs> yeah. It's all about resources. The reason, I mean, we, we're not that concerned with that area. Otherwise, yeah. we'd be in North Korea. Yeah. We'd stop. Yeah. Yeah. If we're yeah. really worried about human rights, we'd, we'd go be right in North, to North Korea. Korea. Yeah. What is the fucking. Thank you. Oh. Mujahideen. Yeah, so we armed the Mujahideen, and uh, they later became the people that fought against the United States. They later became the Taliban. Mm. And they're running it back now. Well, now they're, they're retaking over Afghanistan because we're pulling out. And it's a disaster, a horrific disaster. Yeah. And this is what all the uh, special forces guys have always warned against. There's like the moment you pull out, they're going to kill all the people that helped us, mm -hmm. and then they're going to take over the country. So again. then what is the solution to that? <sighs> well, guys like Evan Hafer said that having all those troops in there is not the way to go. That really, with a trained group of commandos, they could go in there and, and fuck shit up in a, a much more precise in tactical way yeah. and take care of situations. Yeah. But uh, when you want to get all tinfoil hat, here's when what happens. I love it. When you get real tinfoil hat, there's people that say, listen, the military industrial complex wants conflict because that's the only way they're going to make money. And when it seems ridiculous that we're over in a country wasting money and putting soldiers' lives at risk, yeah. it doesn't make any sense why we're there. Yeah. So what you do is you back out. And you let these people regroup, and then and you let them try to take over again. And I guess they, we got to go back. I guess we got to go back. Uh, and then they maybe do something and attack us. And maybe we let it happen. Uh, or maybe we let planes fly into the World Trade Center. Uh, That's the real, cons the real tinfoil hat people. Again, ladies and gentlemen, this is not me. Yeah. But the real tinfoil hat people, they believe that this is the reason why we're involved. And these little, like you sacrifice your rook, right? And yeah. then you bring in the queen. Yeah. And start fucking shit up, and that is you if you are yeah. if you are the military industrial complex, yeah, and you make untold trillions of dollars over decades and decades, <laughs> yeah, fucking shit up all yeah. over the world. Peace and is the your greatest is, enemy. Yeah, yeah, you don't want that. yeah. Peace. You lose a lot of money during peace, and for soldiers. They become very conflicted because they do realize that in order to protect the freedom over here, you do have to engage with the enemy over there. Mm. But then you get guys like Schmedley Butler, who in the 1930s wrote a book called War is a Racket. It was a paper, actually. 
and this his paper was detailing all of his campaigns that he's involved with that he thought he was like doing the right thing to defend freedom right. but really he was like making things safe for bankers right. and he talked about it in great detail it was like Smedley Butler wrote that in the what was it like 30 35 <laughs> 1935 war is a racket yeah it's an amazing piece of it's an amazing piece of historical uh, it, reference because like yeah. you, this guy was writing about this yeah almost a hundred years ago but it That's kinda, it. I spent 33 yeah. years in active military service and during that period of time I spent most of my time as a high-class muscle man for big business for Wall Street and the bankers in short I was a racketeer a gangster for capitalism Schmedley Butler. That's the thing that's weird. Like when I've been trying to like understand money again, I'm a complete baboon when it comes to it. But like the more I start to understand, it's not exactly this like supply and demand thing, right? You know, I thought it was just supply and demand. I thought that's what it was. But the, a little bit of that. It's a little bit of it, but there's still like this ability to operate on debt. And the interesting thing about war, from what I was like reading, is that when there's a war, there's an endless supply of lending because you can't go broke during a war. Right. You just keep on printing because if we don't win this, we lose everything. Right, right. And as long as there's money in circulation, as long as there's liquidity, like the way that this was explained to me by this guy, uh, fuck, James Weissman, I think his name is. But he was just like, printing money doesn't necessarily devalue the money. What will fuck up our economy is if we stop spending. We need to keep moving. We're like a shark. Mm. You need to keep swimming. That's how you breathe. You swim. Yeah. So give people money. Let them buy some fucking TVs at Best Buy. Let them go out to eat. Let them do these things. We'll keep going. And- Letting it grind to a halt is the problem. And I wonder if, like, I look at all these conflicts and I'm like, okay, war, I guess it's just unlimited spending. And I look at, like, the places that we're having war, which seems so peculiar. And I'm like, I think there is a spending component, but I also think it's an oil component. It's like, mm. are we trying to create conflict so motherfuckers can't make, like, an oil pipeline so they're dependent on, like, us to get oil to different parts of the world. Yeah. I mean, I just think that there's a lot of like high level chess going on in these types of situations. And like the more I dig into it, like the sadder I fucking get about it, you mm. know, because I'm not, I don't know if sad is the right word, but like the more depressing it is because I know that there's people out there like risking their lives because they're like, I need to save America and I'm willing to die. I'm willing to not be with my family. I'm willing to like really risk it all. Yeah. And then you look into what they may be risking it for. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of like virtuous risks as well, but like sometimes you look into it and you're like, "Hey, that ain't fair, bro." Like, right? It's uh, not fair. You got a wife and kids, pawns. Bro. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They use them as pawns. They use them as pawns on a giant global chess game that's about controlling resources, and that's what <laughs> Afghanistan's always been about. It's been about controlling resources. I mean, I'm sure it's also been about stopping fundamentalist psychopath terrorists. Terror. But is that the excuse to control the resources? Like, depends the second, on who you're talking to. If you're talking to soldiers, they're trying to stop they, the fundamentalist. They're doing the right thing. Psychopath terrorists. These yeah. motherfuckers are, are, yeah. are they're doing the right stealing twelve year old girls. Yes. They're fucking raping yes. them. They're making them sex yes. slaves. They're going out there to stop that. Right. But the bankers are going. Oh, there's new fundamentalists. Are they operating on land with oil? We like right. this. When you, you know? get the Dick Cheney's of the world involved, things get very murky. So that's the thing that I'm I'm curious about these motherfuckers, right? It's like. Like, who's making these decisions, man? Like, I don't want to go teach. We're never going to find out. The only way we're going to find out is we're going to put on the fucking robes and go to Bohemian Grove. And You got you know, the fucking shirt. I got the shirt. <laughs> You're ready to go. <laughs> Next time I go to eat with Alex Jones, I'm You have to do it. 
But isn't there part of you before you go, Joe? Like, old man, like, Me? don't you wish you could go into a room and motherfucker, right before, like, day before you die, you're fucking 102 years old, day before you die, don't you want someone to bring you yeah, into a room? Yeah, with a suicide vest. That's it. And then you fuck First, done. Boom. And blow them all up, but at least you fucking knew. Nah, I don't know. Um, I wonder <sighs> how compartmentalized it all is. I wonder how many people actually know horrific shit that their corporations or their, their, their business is involved with. And this yeah. is the shit that Eisenhower tried to warn us about. Why, what did he say? Did you never see that video? No. You need to see this. Yeah, pull up uh, Eisenhower, when, upon leaving office, and we're gonna grab your headphones because you need to hear this whole thing. Upon leaving office, Eisenhower gave one of the most chilling speeches that any- In the councils of government. Go, watch this. We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. Hey. This is you got a Bernie Sanders well, one here, to, bro. I was trying to find the shortest <laughs> one so it doesn't play a bunch of other stuff. But. It is. Uh, this is from the National. I Archive. come to you with a message of leave-taking and farewell. 1961 this did not get very much attention. When a new president is oh. coming to power, is okay. Unfortunately, there's a lot of assholes who want to talk over Eisenhower. So this is at the end of his term. Throughout. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You got it, Jamie. Okay. Throughout his um, his term, you know, he recognized, you know, he was a famous general. Yeah. I mean, Eisenhower was the fucking man. And upon lead leaving, and this is uh, 61, so it's post-World War II, you know, uh, that was uh, ended uh, 13 years ago or so. Mm. And he recognized that the military-industrial complex was looking for conflicts so that they can make money. And he was trying to warn the American people about this. So imagine this guy's leaving office. And for him, the most important thing to say to the American people is you have to be fucking careful. Here before, you, before you press play, yeah. he's not remembered with rose-colored glasses. No. Or lenses or whatever that expression right. is. Like He's kind of remembered poorly. They kind of shit on his presidency. And I wonder if that's what the fuck they do to the people that question the authority, the people that are really in charge. Like any president that pushes back against these powers that be, I wonder if they just shit on them in the history books. Is Eisenhower remembered poorly? Not, he's not remembered well. Really? He's not remembered as this heroic savior or anything. I mean, I can't name a single fucking thing Eisenhower did. I mean, didn't Eisenhower lead us through the war? I, I don't want to. I don't want to do the whole as a president. I don't want to do the whole like uh, we go against the fucking banks and shit, but or the Fed. But what is it? What is his face that took out the Fed? What is his name? Jackson. Yeah. Jackson's just remembered as a racist. Like right. that, that's his only. But he also took out the Fed. Right. Listen to this. Programs. Balance between our essential requirements. Yeah. Bring it from the beginning. Throughout America's adventure in free government, our basic purposes have been to keep the peace, to foster progress in human achievement, and to enhance liberty, dignity, and integrity among peoples and among nations. Progress toward these noble goals is persistently threatened by the conflict now engulfing the world. It commands our whole attention, absorbs our very beings, global in scope, atheistic in character, Ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. Mm. Unhappily, the danger it poses promises to be of indefinite duration. To meet it successfully, there is call for not so much the emotional and transitory sacrifices of crisis, but rather those which enable us to carry forward steadily, surely, and without complaint, 
the burdens of a prolonged and complex struggle with liberty, the stake. Crises there will continue to be. In meeting them, whether foreign or domestic, great or small, there is a recurring temptation to feel that some spectacular and costly action could become the miraculous solution to all current difficulties. But each proposal must be weighed in the light of a broader consideration. The need to maintain balance in and among national programs. Balance between our essential requirements as a nation and the duties imposed by the nation upon the individual. Balance between actions of the moment and the national welfare of the future. Good judgment seeks balance and progress. Lack of it eventually finds imbalance and frustration. You and I, my fellow citizens, need to be strong in our faith that all nations under God will reach the goal of peace with justice. May we be ever unswerving in devotion to principle, confident but humble with power, diligent in pursuit of the nation's great goals. What is this? It's not even a thing. Wait, that and wasn't then it? And you had to listen to the shitty fucking music. But that wasn't it? That was only part of it. That was only part of it, but it was a good part. It was a p good part beside the whole worry about the uh, influence of the military-industrial complex. Okay, here it is. Hit me with it. Okay. The councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. That's what we're dealing with. I mean, that guy was trying to explain to people that we need balance because there's a bunch of people that just want to make money by starting wars. And that's real shit. Yeah, I feel like people make, I don't know, that's, that's my biggest issue with America right now is that motherfuckers are willing to sell their souls for any amount of money. Like, it doesn't matter. You sell influence to any other country. If China wants to buy up something, they want to buy You're up talking about John Cena? <laughs> John Cena. Who else? Who else had to apologize? What was the, the John uh, Cena one? Was wild. Though. Yeah, but, I mean, come on, John. He's talking Chinese. Come on, John. He was speaking fluent Mandarin. Fluent. Bending Amazing. over. Yeah, bending I mean, over. I, I, so just, sorry. I, I was so tired. Is that what he said? I was so tired. He said I was I, tired. I made a yeah, I was so tired. I was doing press. I respect China so much, so so much, so much respect. But that's the thing. We're so fucking greedy that the second anybody offers you some money. You'll take it immediately. Do you know what the money was, though? What was it? They made a hundred and sixty something million dollars in the box office for the opening weekend for Fast and Furious Nine. Hundred and thirty-four of it was from China. Is that? That's a lot of money, son. It's a lot of money, but you have to understand, like, it's a movie about car crashes, and obviously, in they China... translate in China. <laughs> well, this is why. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying it's an action movie. They don't they're no, not no, do our I, comedies. No, yeah, exactly. Our comedies are worthless over there. Yeah, exactly. You need to do action movies. Ups. Everybody knows yeah. what the fuck that's going on. But I'm it's just like how is it is there ever a price where you'll just say no? You know what I mean? Like if mm. if one of the, I see it all the time like you see it happening like with buildings and stuff in New York, it's like foreign investment comes in and I understand that. But also when it comes to movies, like I think like AMC let China buy up a certain percentage of it and what happens if they start saying we're not going to show any movies? Right. Like I, I think about this with the algorithms, too. Like not only is it all you have to do to change culture 
is limit the dollar. So if AMC goes, we're not going to put any movie that's critical of China in our movie theaters. Mm. You're just not going to make it. Right. Just like what happened with comedy on TV. Like for there's a per, certain part of my success is that comedy got so neutered on TV that when I just started throwing shit out on YouTube, people are like, "Oh yeah, this is funny. Yeah, I remember it's funny, real funny, wild shit." Yeah, wild yeah. shit is actually funny. Wild shit. And and I and I worry about this shit. Like when I see the algorithms on the social media platforms. If you start taking down things for bullying or even if it's in the guise of comedy, I think YouTube does a good job of this. Because like when we had Alex on on YouTube, we put a disclaimer. We're like, this is all fake. This is all for, you know, fun. And they left it up. And it was cool. The second time we had around. But I was like, I'm looking at like. What do you mean the second time? When we had Alex back on, we put a big disclaimer. We're like, so the no, first time they real. pulled it. They pulled it. Yeah. Did you ever edit it? The no. part that he said, what did he say? Like Bill there Gates was some, is like, the devil or some shit? No, no, I think he was like, uh, Corona causes cancer. <laughs> no, the vaccine causes cancer. I think is that's that what, what he said? Like uh, 60 seconds in. Really? Yeah, yeah. It was, Why didn't it you was just edit that part out and put it back up? I didn't even think. I think it was so silly. Like we were all dressed silly. Like everything was a joke. We we're doing this as a joke, but they went wild on it. But I guess my point is like if TikTok says you can't say these certain words on the platform, right? They ban a lot of people off of TikTok. They ban a lot. And they, they take down videos yeah. for certain words. But all of a sudden, if you want success, you're going to have to start curating your comedy based on those rules. You get to dictate what the rules are for comedy. And then we're in the same fucking situation as we were when Comedy Central was putting out fucking nonsense for years. Right. So it's like, that's too much control, man. Like, I don't know. It's a little, when you look at the social media shit, if everybody's on it, is it a fucking, uh, is it like water? What is that called? A utility? Right. Like, do we start looking at, like, a utility? I believe so. I think we should. I think if we want to look at things fairly, it has to be a utility. You can't. I think there's one thing, like, if someone wants to dox you and, and, and tell people where you live and yeah. show photos of your kids and, like, go after Andrew's kid, like, no, that's wrong. Yeah. And that should be illegal. But other than that, you should be able to talk. Yeah. You should be able to express yourself. Yeah. And the problem today is we're finding there's a lot of stuff that gets censored that turns out to be correct. Here's one, the lab leak theory. Yeah. For a long time, if you had that lab leak theory, Bro. you were a racist. They called me racist yeah. after the Netflix special. Call really? me. I made fun of everybody. Wait I, a minute. The, the Andrew Schultz takes over America, yeah, whatever it's Schultz called? Saves America. That? I literally had a couple jokes about the thing coming from China, and I have these fucking nerd bloggers that, of course, nobody looks at, and I didn't lean into it. I didn't make a whole fucking hoopla about it. But they would like, oh, this is racist. This is xenophobic shit. Yeah. How could you say this at the other? But here's the thing. like, That's their job. They suck, but their job is to suck. Like they appeal to people who, uh, you know, they're the libs of TikTok. Like that's yep. that's their crowd. They and this is this is a real market, and they might not even really think that way. They might decide that to think like that is a viable business option. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of that going on. Yeah. A lot of people capitalizing on the woke shit, and they're basically sociopaths. Yeah, they're they're they don't care about don't the other people care. on the other end. They don't care about you because you're yep. doing great. Yep. he's got a Netflix series. Mm -hmm. His podcast is killing it. Fuck mm -hmm. him. Let's mm -hmm. go. I don't like his mustache. They go after you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just saying. I don't know. I think that's too much power, and I worry like creatively, and yes. like not to be like artsy about it, but like I want new young comics to come up, and I want them to fucking say what they find funny, yes. and I want new versions. I want to eventually look at my comedy, and I see these young guys, and I go, man, my shit is dated. These young motherfuckers are killing it. Like mm -hmm. push me, push me, push me. Yeah, yeah. Don't do some neutered bullshit right. because you want your clip to kill on TikTok. Yeah. Right. That's going to drive me fucking crazy. But if the algorithms stop allowing it, that's what it's going to be. Let me tell you something about Spotify. They never fuck with me once. Yeah, I know. It's everybody around Spotify. 
that wants to fuck with you. With it's all these bloggers. No, oh, not the, I don't even know if the worker shit is real, but I'm saying the bloggers, like how they always go for the company. They're like, Spotify, how could you care. allow this? You know why? Because it's number one podcast on earth. Damn still. Right. Still. Damn right. Even coming over to Spotify. Damn right. Still. Yeah. And now Spotify's the number one place for podcasts, too. Bro, you know what's so weird? I was uh, breaking points, you know, Sagar and, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Crystal. I, I wanted to sign up. Uh, I signed up for their thing because you can pay money to get yeah. the thing early, right? I just want to support them. I love them. Yeah, I think me too. they're fucking love great. Them. And I love Sagar's new teeth. You got great new teeth, Sagar. Okay. Yeah. He looks like fucking Takashi 6ix9ine with those things. <laughs> so, so I go to sign up. And <laughs> <laughs> so I go to sign up, right? And my first, and this is the power of getting a massive podcast, my first instinct was where do you listen to your podcast? My first instinct was not to do Apple Music or Apple Podcasts. It was to go Spotify. Yeah, that's why they paid you, so that I go. Well, I guess I listen to things on Spotify, right? Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's other reasons to pay you, but the reason, right? It's like yeah. how do I how do I think the way, the place you listen to shit is now Spotify? Yeah. And they didn't have it fucking listed. They didn't have they Spotify. They had a million listed? other fucking things listed on this. Yeah. There's a whole email, so they got to fix that. But they should fix that. But, but that's that simple. behavioral thing, me just opening and looking for the green mm-hmm. Spotify icon, right? That's the game changer. Yeah. Well, the the game changer is that Spotify has recognized that everybody else is censoring people. Yep. And one of the things that Daniel X said, he's a brilliant guy, mm. he said, we have millions of content creators on Spotify, and we don't attack the rappers for their lyrics, and we don't attack Joe Rogan for whatever he says. We give him creative control, and he's never violated any of our terms of agreements. That's the funniest thing about, like... I mean, I know there's a lot of controversy with this baby thing going on, but like all these festivals pretending like they give a fuck about what the artists say. Yeah, they're Halliburton with the fucking rainbow exactly. flag. It's the same exactly. thing. We care about being inclusive. Dropping Me- rainbow bombs on Yemen. <laughs> <laughs> we care about a safe environment. Everybody yeah. in the crowd's on fucking yeah. Coke and Molly, just exactly. touching each other, grabbing fucking girls' tits. Like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Exactly. Ugh, it's just such bullshit. That's why I'm back in New York, Joe. Because you like the conflict. I love the fucking yeah, conflict. I get it. I get it. Well, I want you to be there, but I also want you to just take over Miami. I think that's your move. Yeah, maybe. I like, I like the Andrew with the straw hat on. Yeah, I, I like got a you. But you've taken some of that with you. Oh, Look at his fucking to, shirt. Man. I'm out here, bro. The legend. <laughs> I'm out here. Motherfucker killed himself before me too could take him, man. Shouts to Hugh Hefner, doc. Dude, oh, he made it. He dude, made he it got out end. right in time. He made it to the end. Oh, they would have come for him, for sure. Game over. Right? Yeah. Game oh, over. Oh, my God. I mean, that was yeah. a wild time. Did yeah. you ever go to the mansion? Yeah, I went to the mansion a couple times. As crazy as they said? No, I was only there for events. I was yeah. there for, uh, I believe it was Strike Force. Strike Force had, uh, I think it was Strike Force, maybe the lead XC. Some one of the uh, smaller MMA shows had an event at uh, the Playboy Mansion. I went there for that. We did Fear Factor from the mansion once. And then uh, I hosted the Marijuana Policy Project, had an event at the mansion as well. And uh, that was a weird one. Why was it weird? That was just weird. It's like, it's just, it's weird, you know, because it's, it's, it's like the whole thing was kind of corny. Like you would go there and the everything was old yeah it was all but it wasn't old cool it was old like yeah. a house you would buy but you know like it was in a good lot so you would tear it down and then redo everything yeah like the kitchen was old yeah. it feels like you're in like a orlando phones and shit it was strike force yeah. yeah yeah i went for that it was interesting you know yeah life it was man. uh but you know it's the whole fucking 
pipe and the, the smoking jacket thing. But Classic. back in the day, he was the guy that would like they had the Playboy Club and it was on television. They yeah. would introduce people to like different artists and musicians and yeah, it's just such a weird thing that like naked girls. Yeah. And now that it's just, was, yeah, now and it's girls just, wanted it. Like they would get Playboy bunny tattoos. That bunny on your shirt, you know how many millions of girls cheesy broads got that shit tattooed on millions. their butt cheeks? Yeah, <laughs> millions, Joe. Millions, a lot. a lot, a lot. I wonder if it's like now, now girls can do OnlyFans and like Instagram. Like, yeah, like this is a weird observation, but like Hooters, the talent has kind of fell off a little bit, of course. But you've noticed it? I don't go, but I would imagine. Okay. Neither do I, uh, but like, <laughs> but like the talent's kind of felt fallen off a little bit. Well, the food's not the best. The food's not the best, and then the girls can go on OnlyFans. They can and go on Instagram. Make a shit pile of money just showing their feet. Exactly, you don't even have to just show, show their tits. feet and their yeah. butthole. Take your and feet out of those mask. fucking Skechers or whatever yeah. they were wearing. Wear a stick, stick a carrot up your ass with bunny ears <laughs> on, and you'll make so much more money than you ever would in Playboy. <laughs> Dude, it's the so true. The OnlyFans thing is wild because I've talked to people that are on the OnlyFans. I'm like, how much money are you making? Just tell me. And no, good, fucking ten thousand a month, hundred thousand a Bro. month, fifty thousand a month. But and they're dude. just they're just taking pictures and they're regular girls. Like no one knows who they are. Yeah. And they're making a million a year. But I also think about the girl who goes because I think in in the back of every hot girl's head, they're like, I could make millions of dollars stripping, but I choose not to. Mm. And there's a couple that have started an OnlyFans. And it mm. didn't work out. Yeah. Oh, really? The I average mean, is must... only 180 a month. What? 180 so bucks? for every girl that's getting 10,000, there's one that's getting 100... 180 bucks. So yeah. imagine you show the goods in your whole life. You were like, Ooh. I'm above this. Right. And it's $180 a month. One right. shift waiting tables at the right. store. Mm, yeah. How does one become famous on OnlyFans, right? That's, <sighs> that's the question. That's the social climbing shit that like I'm not, I don't even want to call it social climbing, but like. I find it very hard to engage creatively with people that I don't respect. And some people are really good at it. Like they find other people that are like popping and they can like insert themselves in. And um, I just can't do it. There's a couple guys in the top. You got to pull the microphone down. So There's a couple, couple guys in the top 15 earners. Yeah, they're making a couple money. couple guys? Yeah. yeah. What are they doing? Sean Cock? I, Bro. I, How much money do you get Sean Cock? Tyga makes a lot, I think, I heard. Tyga? Yeah, he's got a piece. And then he Aaron Carter cock? is on there. He, might. he apparently <clears throat> has a piece, though. I don't know why I know that. He shows his cock. I think so. I, I, I'm not checking. I don't know what else well, you pay for. What are people well, paying right? for? Don't they leak? Yeah, they that's, definitely that's leak. That's the fucked up shit. Is Reddit is OnlyFans <laughs> for free? Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah like, that feels so bad saying this, but like, if ever there's a friend of mine that's on OnlyFans or someone I kind of know, like from the peripheral, I yeah. go right to Reddit and it's there, dude. So is Reddit? Like or is OnlyFans for people that don't know how to use the real internet? Yeah, you're just old. It's for boomers. Yeah, <laughs> or you're in love with a girl and you want to support her. That's the thing. You if she's like, showing it, there's a lot of those guys that like become super fascinating with those girls and then they want to meet them. And do you know that it's all Ooh. rigged? What do you I mean? spoke to this OnlyFans girls. They have people who text the guys. Oh. So these these chicks. This is the game, right? The girls go with a company. The company takes all their pictures, populates their OnlyFans. Oh, there's a new company that does that. There's companies that do this, right? They're like oh. an agency. They take like 25. percent They take all your pictures, fly you to L. A., do all the things, and then they have people who interact with your fans and talk sexy to them and say, oh, "I can't Christ. wait to see you." So they keep you engaged, and then oh, you fucking Jesus. fall in love with them. Oh boy! And then the girls don't gotta do shit. Wow. Yeah. That's sad. That makes yeah. me sad. 
Those guys are getting hustled. They are. But are they? I think they know it. It's like the catfish shit. It's like you know right. it's fake, but you like the fact that someone's talking to you, saying they love you. The solution is a video. The girl has to make a video. She got to make a video directly to you. Hi, Mike. I it's really appreciate me. you jerking off to my feet. <laughs> <laughs> the next one that I take, that carrot is going to be up my ass for years. You're only going to see green. Yeah. You're just going to see the carrot, the green, and my feet. <laughs> I like the feet shit, though. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I'm not, I'm I like fuck. pretty feet. You made a lot. Yeah. Busted feet are sad. What is this? Tiger's genitals netted him $7.9 million. There you go. He's doubling down on OnlyFans. Wow. Is Tiger still doing music? He's a I don't know. But when you got it like that, like... $7.9 million, just showing his hog? Bro, making money, you find out what you really love. How much? Why is the game slipping? Why is he not in on this? Why? Because he got a piece, he's right? A giant yeah, hog. He got a piece, he's got he an got arm in there. But he's medium swole. Like I don't think that's fake. Medium saw. swole. I think he's. I don't think it's hard enough where it's facing up. But I think he warms it up to the point. It doesn't matter. Have you no, seen no, he's it? got a piece. He got a piece, dude. Bro, he got a piece, bro. Yeah. it's one of them pythons that swallows alligators. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a problem. Place. You fill that thing up with water. You go to the gym. That's a hog. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, got a nice he's got one. a hog. He's yeah. got like a shin bone in there. <laughs> like that. <laughs> Give that shit to Connor. <laughs> <laughs> Just replace it. <laughs> Just replace Connor with fucking the games. Me too. Show, show me the games hog. <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> Only, uh, how, I'm a 54-year-old man. I turned 54 today. And this is my respectable job mm -hmm. that I have with a large corporation. I'm God like, bless uh, America. Show me his penis, yeah. please. How could you man's... be angry? Look at I that mean, hog. Yeah, that's, Come on, that's stupid. It's it doesn't matter if it's hard. It's stupid, bro. It's a giant hog. Yeah, dude. That man's got a, a giant hog. Yeah. Look at how he's grabbing it in the left one. Yeah, dude. The one on the left? I mean, that's like a fucking Budweiser can. What <laughs> the fuck is he grabbing? Yeah, it's a problem. Yeah. It's a problem. I mean, Jesus. Yeah. How many girls do you think contacted him after they saw that? Oh, dude, that's why they're doing 100, it. 100,000? Yeah, immediately. Yeah, easily. probably. Easily. But like, what girl can I mean, can take that? A lot of girls. You think? Dirty ones. Really? Yeah, they're used to it. I don't know if you get used to that. I bet they do. You think? Yeah, they have babies. Babies' heads are huge. Yeah, but the fucking, what is it called? <laughs> people fist people. <laughs> Come on, I man. I don't buy that, dude. You don't buy fisting? You need to watch Tom Segura's videos. Wait, he has Tom, that? Yeah, Tom mm. Segura has cultivated these guys fisting each other mm. where they, they have anal prolapses, and then they pull the prolapses out and rub them against each other. Bro. Where is he watching he this? He does it on your, those Your Mom's House Lives. Oh, the lives, yeah, Those yeah, yeah. Your Mom's House Lives Hysterical. are the wildest fucking thing on the Brilliant. internet. Because it's shit he could never get away with yeah, it showing yeah, on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But people pay for it, and then they put it up, and then he has a, a website where you download it, and you get up to like a month afterwards or whatever. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. I actually am bummed out because he invited me to be on one, uh, but I'm elk hunting when it's going down. Hey. I'm like, shit. Yeah. I'm like, when's the next one? Yeah. I'm like, dude, I'll cancel a gig for that. Yeah. Let me in. I want to watch Prolapse Anus. It's yeah. not just that. It's like they, he finds the wildest shit. But that's online. smart. It's like you're giving people a reason why they should tune in. It's, it's a not genius just a show. Yeah, yeah. It's He's genius. Sharp. It's yeah. fucking genius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he does it once a month. And he has a whole like infrastructure dedicated to it ah, to make brilliant. sure that it, you know, the downloads smooth yeah, and you know, they yeah, built yeah. sets and they yeah. hire producers. They hired people that like used to work for like SNL and shit and oh, know how brilliant. to run shows. Yeah. Wild. You kinda need that. 
Tom's a genius. Yeah, and he, he moved did. out here to Austin, Texas. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Now, his wife murdered it last night. Christina Pazitsky. Oh my God, she's funny. Murdered it to the point where everybody was like eyebrows raised, like whoa. She was killing. I gotta check killing. out Christina, man. I gotta check out Christina. Last night was a wild show. We had David Lucas. David Love Lucas. Love David. Shout out to David. Shout out to David Lucas. Killed Love it. you, bro. Warmed it up. And then Christina Pazitsky murdered it. And then Duncan Trussell murdered it. And then Love. Tony Hinchcliffe murdered it. Love it was Tony. a wild show. No, so that was all before guy. I got on. So it's like, it was crazy at the Vulcan. Yeah. This is a fun place, man. Yeah, it's a fun. And there's no one to to say no here. And I hear there's, there's a new place there's opening no to, soon. Oh yeah, I, we're I hear, real close. I, that's we're what I close. hear. The yeah. rumors on the streets. Yeah, inspections were done today, or Rumor. they were done on Saturday, rather. We'll we'll have an announcement shortly, but mm. it's gonna be wild. Mm. Woo! All right, it's four nineteen. Let's wrap this bitch up. God bless, uh, Andrew Schultz. Next time I see you, you'll be filming your special at the Paramount. Damn I will right. be in attendance for God that, bless sir. You. God bless. I'm you, very man. excited for shout that. Shout out to Virginia. Yeah, that's we got to right. shout out. Yeah. Can we say that or no? Yeah, okay, yeah. Shout out to you, Virginia. My wife's friend. Yeah, 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 yeah. She got the hots for Andrew. You got a great taste. Okay, <laughs> with all due respect, you have great taste. Excellent taste. <sighs> I'm a happily fiancéd man. He, he's happily almost married man. I'm happily almost married. Yeah. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is over. Peace. God bless you all.